This episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Choose from a variety of new recipes each and every week, or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Let me tell you about some upcoming meals. We're looking at summer vegetable and egg paninis with Calabran chili, mayonnaise, and caprese salad. Soy glazed pork and rice cakes with bok choy and marinated green beans. I'm all about that. Skillet vegetable chili with cornmeal and cheddar drop biscuits. And garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad and roasted purple tomatoes. I've never seen a purple tomato, but I'm excited about it. Greg Miller loves Blue Apron and he is a master chef as seen on the hit internet cooking show, Cooking with Greggy. Blue Apron knows you're busy, so now they're offering 30-minute meals. These meals are made with the same flavor and farm fresh ingredients you know and love and are ready in 30 minutes or less. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash gamescast. That's blueapron.com slash gamescast. Blue Apron, better way to cook. Gentlemen, welcome to the first ever episode <laughs> 141. We have the kind of drinking. funny games cast. Oh my god! <laughs> Nick just yes. lightsaber to my mic. Uh, um, this is going to be the biggest kind of funny games cast of all time. Why? There's more people at the table than ever. Five, count them. Five people. This table and Patreon producer Tom Bach. Tom Thank Bach. You also in the chat right now because remember. You can get this show very early by going to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. How early, Nick? You can be watching it live as we record it, just like Patreon producer Tom Bach is exactly. right now. And he was talking trash that in the pre-show. That is true. Talking trash. Great taste in sports teams. Right? <laughs> and you can get it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or podcast services around the globe. Thank you for that, Greg. You're welcome, Tim. As always. I love you. I'm Tim Geddes. Happy Joined by you. one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Hey, it's me. You want a cool shirt? And rounding out the table, we got Candy Andy Cortez. Yeah, Hi. Boy. We got Nick, the producer slash seducer Scarpino. At some point, I'm going to stuff this in Greg's drink. Here's the thing. If you're an audio listener, he's got a coaster. If you're, <laughs> if you're a video listener, he's got. you see that he's got a coaster. And if you're a human being, you know Nick Scarpino is a cowardly bitch. <laughs> and there's no chance in hell he stuffs this in you started water. laughing at yourself as you got halfway through my last name. Scarpino. Scarpino. <laughs> and around the table, for the first time on this show, we have Devin. You might know Devin as... The f- future husband <laughs> of Shonda, yes, who <laughs> is going to be on an episode <laughs> of the Game of Greggy show eventually. Yeah, man, the oh, wheels locked well, up hard. Yeah. 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 The like the time's going to be all right. If cop. you watched live yesterday, but yeah, on that episode of the Game of Greggy show, Devin proposed. Yeah, but Devin was also on an episode of Game of Greggy show a year ago. One fifty. And if you've already seen her on GOG, we don't know how the fuck you did that. That's really (laughs) weird. (laughs) Um, So anyway, thank you, Devin, for for joining us again. He is a supporter on Patreon, just like so many of you are, and we appreciate that. What is your last name, though? I didn't ask you that. Devin Hanson. Like Chris Hanson. Oh. Yeah. Just spelled different. It's all Norwegian-y. Two S's and an E and... 
I think a number Thank in you. there somewhere. Somewhere? My brain went yeah. Jim Hansen, but then I kept thinking to catch a predator also. I was like, was Jim Hansen the host? Jim Hansen. Stop, stop, stop. Hansen. Who is Jim, Jim no, Hansen? No, Jim Hansen. But he, don't correct him. Just let him go. <laughs> let him go. <laughs> the court, you know, yeah. Bring him right back. I'm like a pug, right? I just keep running. <laughs> so this show is a little bit interesting. As you all know, we start the show off with what games we've been playing recently. And all of us at the table, except for Devin, yeah, I know. have been playing <laughs> South Park, The Fractured Butthole. So we're gonna get that out of the way, we're gonna do our like review discussion sure. of that game, yeah. and then we'll dismiss these two fine young gentlemen, and then the show will just be me, Greg, and the beautiful Devin over there. <laughs> gotcha. Kick it off, whoever wants to, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. I really like this game. I'm really digging it. How far are you right now? Uh, I, I don't know how many hours, uh, Maybe like five hours in it, six hours into it. Okay, okay. My, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, your might. My might is like a 193. Gotcha. If that gives anyone, I'm level five as far as how many times I level up. I'm liking it. I, the one thing I like about this game is it's, it's perfect for me, right? I don't have to pay too much attention to it. The combat really is not that hard, and you can just kind of really enjoy the, the world they've created. It's like watching an episode or two or a movie of South Park. Sure. And you don't, ha- you just kind of go on that journey with them. Right, like you think a little bit, and it's fun. And there's just enough strategy elements there that I have to kind of pay attention. But last night I found myself hammering, just hammering a bag of goldfish while nice, I was playing. Nice, dude. And Hell it was yeah. a perfect give combo. Me, give me some right there. Did you play the first one? I did not play uh, <laughs> the Stick of Truth. No, but I feel like um, I don't think you really. It doesn't matter. I mean, I think maybe for the first like 30 minutes of the game, you should have probably played the Stick of Truth. I don't think those elements come back though, right? I don't know. Tim and I were talking about this today on Games Daily, where I, I somebody wrote in and was like, "Do I have to play?" You don't have to. I just think it adds more context to it. I like the idea that it's the day after, like you, we see the kids transition right. out of that game right. into the new game. They're not playing. That They're stuff not playing does a little more, come yeah. into play at the end a bit, but I mean, mm. you don't need to know that much. So what, I, what I like about that though is that this game starts off with. Them very much in that setting, sure, and I think that that adds the context that you need to know because without that, I would be like, oh man, you should definitely play the other one. But this one, you do get a little bit of that, the elements from it, yeah. So I think it's enough. But yeah, obviously, I play guess the other one to me, get everything out of this. He, my whole thing with it is the fact that I dropped off being a South Park viewer a long time ago, and like every so, I, I can't remember the last time I watched South Park or went out of my way to watch it. I like the show. It's just I'm not a TV person, right? And so, stick of truth when that dropped, that was really my Reindoctrination into the world and introducing me to all those characters, so that when we jump back in here and they, it is the, it's the same characters, how their relationships are playing off each other, and all these different things. I like the fact that for me, it is just a connected world. There, even granted, there's been all these seasons of South Park which get referenced and all these different things. Uh, I like the fact that it, the connective tissue is still there. So for me, it is you know one to two kind of thing. It, it makes sense to get them in line and play them that way. Mm-hmm. Not that I think you need to. Had no. you watched any of the Coon episodes? Uh, no. I think oh, I've oh, seen man, Coons here fans. and there. Like, the Coon was, I think it was like a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- those are yeah. those are some of my favorite South Park yeah. episodes. And so all the references to all of the different heroes and then like Mintberry Crunch and fucking Diabetes, you know, like all that shit is like, I love it. And it's, it's hitting such a great spot for me because like you... I am a Laps fan, but in but not that long. I haven't watched like maybe the last two or three seasons or gotcha. so. Um, but God, I've just been laughing so goddamn hard this whole time. Uh, and I know that you've I've, I've, did you beat it yet? No, I didn't beat it. Okay. I'm also about five six hours yeah. into it. I'd say maybe like seven or eight hours ish. But I know Greg beat it, yeah. and I know that some of those jokes eventually do get stale like while you're in combat and there's the little banter between right uh, if you're not changing up your team they're saying the same thing right to each other. i did right. run into a weird issue right now i don't know if it's 
spoiler or whatever, but I was fighting Randy Marsh. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. Um, you expect to fight him, right? Yeah, and um, who's probably my favorite character of all time in South and Park. And that bit, by the way. That, the, <laughs> so when you hit him, the, when you get him the second, like the first time when he puts you on that side quest. Yeah. It's so good. So I fought him for a second time, and there was no dialogue, there was no banter in between moves. Oh, no, yeah. That's it was a, very that's weird. Yeah. Because uh, the first time it was nonstop. He's saying stuff, we're saying stuff. And last night, it kind of bummed me out because I was looking forward to more of that. Um, but I did read on a few websites. I think it was maybe Kotaku or Polygon who said, that, like, yeah, the game's fun, but there are a lot of technical issues. Oh, really? And I had never run into the technical issue until that thing, which Interesting. is kind of mm-hmm. a big glaring thing where I think the way that they try to make the combat more entertaining is with the banter between the characters. Uh, and finally experiencing a fight without that was really mm-hmm. bad and kind of like, oh, this sucks. Well, um, they, they say something every time you attack, right? For the Pretty most part, much, yeah. yeah. The other characters, lot, like, if... Like, I lit Randy Marsh on fire, and it's like da- the dots sort of damage, or like damage over time. So after each move, when he's going to do a move, he says something, and he'd be like, oh, shit, I'm still on fire. <laughs> and it's just, and I was laughing so hard. Um, I'm really digging it, like like Nick and uh, was mentioning earlier, that it is a game that doesn't require a whole lot of <clears throat> concentration combat-wise, because yeah. I don't think it's like... Well, it's turn-based, too. It, you have time to think. Yeah, it just doesn't do. seem like that... Now that's strategic. The stakes aren't that high. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so I just like, whatever. Towards the end, I thought I was trying to trick, like, you know, we're playing it before anybody else has it, or the embargo's up, I should say. So uh, there's not guides or anything, and there's one trophy in there for playing as a black character on Mastermind difficulty. And at the end, this isn't a spoiler, I don't think, but, like, throughout it, you know, you're filling out your character stat sheet, and so you fill things in of, like, what your weakness is and what, what your race is and that thing. So when I got to the point where you fill that in, you can come back at any time and redo it. So I was like, huh. And so I went back, made the character black, put on the dif- difficulty, and did a few fights that way before I was like, and it wasn't much worse. It, it was, I was using more items for the first time. Now, granted, this was way late in the game because mm-hmm. my idea was if I switch character, if I switch to a black character and switch to the hardest difficulty there and beat the game there, can I pop that? But trophy? doesn't the, the black white character, I thought that was just a joke. So from what I understand, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong about this, but I don't think that it actually changes the difficulty. Well, yeah, you're, no, you're all getting combat. confused. We're all getting yeah. confused. So there's two different options. You can make the character black, set the game's difficulty to mastermind. Right. That's the thing, yeah. It's so not that the characters change the character the difficulty. Ca- class has nothing to do with the difficulty. No, because right, okay. the trophy that was, that was is the, be black and then have the game got on. Okay. Master my difficulty. Because that was the, it, the joke. Let's go, guys. Yeah. Well, it, it does change the difficulty of the the quest of the the context of uh, what people say to you and, and things like that. And Interesting. Like the, okay. the I was told that I thought that stuff. wasn't the case. Remember, they put out that article last week saying that yeah, wasn't they, the case. They, people they were said, super upset about that. Like in the game, there was a quote where he's like, "If you wait on that screen for too long, he goes. By the way, this doesn't change the difficulty of the game. Just in real life, it changes yeah. your difficulty." Which I thought just that was the, funny. Yeah, I thought it was he goes, "It doesn't like, change the difficulty of combat. Just everything else." Yeah. And that, the I, the original rumor was that it was going to give you less money. People would treat mm-hmm. you differently. Blah blah blah. And then when they were pressed on it last week before launch I think they told Polygon or Kotaki yeah. and it was like oh no it's just a joke and then hmm. people got super offended of like oh well that's just a dumb joke why not make it actually difficult why not actually make it feel walk on my own my shoes kind of thing let us know in the comments because I've seen it both ways I know what you're talking about mm-hmm. but I've seen people that have been playing the game saying that it, it does affect things uh, last thing but I it, it might, it, but it might not be actual difficulty things it just changes things sure mm. like well, dialogue I mean, and interactions that, yeah and that's the biggest thing is like that stuff's referenced regardless of who you are, right? Like, I cho- uh, this time around, I made my character look like Jen. So I said everything I answered, I was a female. I was a cis female. Uh, and so, like, that's part of the joke, right, I think, and the fact that, like, 
when you come out of the, has everybody gotten here yet? Where you come out of the school after making that yeah. choice or whatever, and those guys roll it's up and they're like, like what, are these, "What? Look at this cis female coming in!" <laughs> like so, like if you're if you were playing it with none of that context, it would yeah. be, "Look at this black, whatever it is, yeah, transgender person." Like they right. would act like they're playing into that when they planned it, no matter what. Yeah. Whereas even later on in the game, this is not a spoiler, but like in the playground there's the three bathrooms there's male female cis yeah and i don't i think it's it was cis for me i assume it's maybe it is for everybody well that's what's cool about the game is there's so many different options and so many things that i think people are going to miss out on because the dialogue trees change based on all of these little choices that you make and it's super awesome like even little things like kotaku wrote an article about this today but you would tell me about it where there's uh if you there's things you need to do like there's a passcode oh yeah carmen's house yeah but it's like if you go about doing it the wrong way like you'll see jokes that you would have never seen otherwise right, right. yeah right. super awesome um th- i mean that is one one of my critiques of the game though is that it does feel like because the combat is a little limited that they threw a bunch of other systems into it that nested that kind of to flush it out a little bit more and to make them feel like there's more depth and i feel like i kind of just don't care about those like, like there's the dna there's the the different the, the way you level up sure there's all those different ways of crafting those different things and i'm just like eh, i don't know if i because i don't all feel like apps. i just don't feel like all that stuff like adds to the combat I don't feel it yeah. so I just kind of like oh god I gotta go add okay I got yeah the whole thing pull. about I it I mean my might it, it's it, like I don't know the difference between might the DNA like all, all the like the leveling and all sure. that stuff I just don't the thing is I don't, I don't think you like need I'm, to yeah I don't think I, I, and that's the whole point is I think your overall might's all that matters because it's your level for you being able to take on a mission it'll right. tell you if you're out of your depth or whatever so like I, I assigned my DNA once and never went back and fucked around with it and then all the trinkets and artifacts and shit it was just a stat based thing I never looked at what they did no yeah. they more might put them on there if not fuck it who cares it's like power level destiny exactly 100 percent. yeah i don't care what it's doing as long as it's getting me where it is yeah i mean it's interesting because there there is so many like systems there's so many just things to collect and like little like mini game style things to do yeah like uh collecting the cats or the uh the toilets the The yaoi the putting up this is the the first game i've ever played where they send you on side quest like i'm actually more like i laugh every single time i find one of those freaking yaoi pictures (laughs) and i'm like i want to i just want to go look for these in the world because i just want to see what the next one is yeah one of the overarching narratives of the game of course is uh tweaking Craig's relationship and I missed this episode are it's they, an episode so it's a reference are they yeah. gay for each other are they Are they? I'm sorry are they gay and in love with each other or is it just that they're boys who really like each other no I think I don't remember I'm sure the, people will correct I, us when but I, when I remember I, the references to it when I started collecting the posters I was like oh this is clearly based on an episode of South Park I don't remember but I'm assuming they're not gay no but they're then, not but then as you continue on that quest I was like are they like? And I don't care, but it's like I—I I, I was as a not, as a lapsed fan who hadn't seen any of that I, content. I was like, huh. I think that might be just the joke. Is that like when they set that up, they're obviously like, we don't know what it is, but they're weird and confusing to us, right? And like, I don't know. No, I, there, think, I, I think there was an episode where they were making, they were trying to say that these two boys were gay. Yeah. Uh, tweaking Craig, and then. I don't know how these drawings started <laughs> happening in the world, so but it's just up. they're so fucking hilarious. Like some of like, love, some grabbing from a hand, a hand in the so pants and shit. So like, it's so funny. Man. But I mean, I, so so that those things I liked. I like the mechanics of when you're walking around the world and you get the the added sort of uh, like skills so that you can like fly around. You can like oh you sure throw your power up things. Yeah, your the power skills. I think those are pretty cool. They're a little confusing and they don't really. I don't think they don't set that up that much <laughs> of like when you get them. Like I didn't realize I had one of them for the longest time. The pop one, I just picked it up. It's like hey, you can do this. I'm like, uh, oh, okay, right. Oh, the firecracker thing? Yeah. Actually, uh, maybe it was the firecracker. That it was the, the uh, throw your fart. Yes. That time, was when I was like, I didn't realize that rewind. was actually something that stopped. Like, if you fart on people, it'll stop the combat. Mm. I don't know if you know that, aren't you? You can run away. Well, I do. I throw the, I throw the spark or the whatever firecrackers in their face and then attack that way. Because okay. that gives you combat one advantage. One starts with the combat advantage is either burn or gross out. 
If you oh, fart, gotcha. they get grossed out. If you gotcha. Throw, okay. They, they burn. I thought there was a. I thought if you hit triangle, it would stun them and you could run away, so you don't actually have I mean, to you, fight. You could do that. You as can well. do that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's just up to you. Yeah, I don't know. Like for me, I <laughs> it says Tim, like, <laughs> you fucking <laughs> coward. Why would you, fight, you <laughs> fucking coward? Why would you not want to fight to get the experience? Oh, like, I don't know. Because sometimes I'm looking for a freaking yaoi or whatever. <laughs> I'm on yaoi hunts. Well, that's the thing. Is like this game. It allows you to just play whatever way you want. I feel like it does a good job of guiding you to the main quests. Yeah. Uh, but also giving you room to explore and collect things. And uh, there is so many different things to collect that it does get a little bit addicting. Yeah. My biggest problem with the game is that it's just a, doing a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm like, I at so many times I kind of f- feel like, oh, man, like I haven't watched the last four seasons of South Park. Should I just do that instead of playing this? Because it isn't challenging and it isn't that much but of see, a see, I feel game. like for me, and, and maybe it's just a different level of gamers that we are, but like I feel like for me, they do a really good job of creating this fun world that I just want to keep going in it. Right. Like I think like I love all of the pull the curtain back. This is not really lava, it's Lego blocks. Yeah. And like how the Cartman's mom at the very beginning is like, oh, sorry, officer, yeah, someone's put lava on my steps. And like just doing that in the cars, like, you know, car move. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of reminds you, hey, you are in like a kid's imagination. Yeah, yeah. I think there's levels to it that, that that has kept me going for at least six hours. I mean, yeah. that was my thing from it too. I understand what you're saying. Because there was definitely a moment when I was playing it where I was like, Man, this is not that far off of Life is Strange or a walking sim Absolutely. like that, right? Where I'm just walking around to get the story and engage in it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but I'm okay with that. What what took me to it was the fact of going through and marveling at, all right, I mean, I'm a huge superhero dork, so like being able to put on the costumes, build it, color code it the way I want it, great. The unlocking new better ones, like the Wonder Woman one, the Supergirl one. Then, But then, yeah, getting into, all right, cool, Lava's here, and this is how they've constructed this, and this is what that is, and how they see the fight happening. It was like, man, this is like... I wish, in a way, without all the fucked up South Park parts of it, that like you, I had this childhood. That yeah. I had this group of friends that yeah. were so into it that we were gonna role play the whole town knew time. about it. You're yeah. just larping constantly. And in so real that life. was the thing of like that was enough to keep me engaged mm-hmm. or keep me there because I felt like I, you know, my game clock was 18 hours at the end, which is like give or take a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure I let it sit for a while, mm-hmm. and more sure. like 17, whatever. And it was like that was the hook to it and the other in in the hook to it what is that it's a really funny game it's a really fleshed out world i don't think it's as funny as stick of truth i think stick of truth hmm. was funnier really? but i also think i'm grading on a curve which isn't fair yeah. where i think stick of truth if you remember we were all like that well, let's see how this game's going to fucking come together and then i remember going to that preview event with McCaffrey and leaving and be like that was a lot of fun, right? I really, and then sitting down and playing it and constantly texting him and Brian Altano and be like, this game is laugh out loud hilarious. I've never played a game like, and it's good. And like, it had technical, Stick of Truth chugged, I remember. It had so, was, so many problems. It was one of the worst. And it was that, all right, cool, jumping into this one, I think I knew what to expect. Mm. And so that might have taken it away to an extent. I felt yeah. like it was a slower burn. I felt like mm. when I got to the end, because like, I'm playing through and it's like, you know, Stick of Truth. I'm fighting people, I'm fighting dude, the little gnomes while my parents fuck above me. I'm fighting aborted fetuses, and it was like, man, all right, like, we're playing this game, and it's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then there was one moment that I won't ruin for anybody, but it's in the cell phone shop, where you have a battle. And I, I, like, I couldn't continue the battle. Like, I was in hysterics, and Jen was, was playing Stardew next to me and was in hysterics. Like, it was the most outrageous, this is so fucking funny. And then from there is really where I felt like a couple more battles that came along and really cranked it up. Like, there was a, another, like, 
boss battle towards the end where Jen's like, how are they going to do this and not get sued? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe parody. <laughs> I mean, it's not South Park, but man, I, I, I think that this, shit is, shit. <laughs> this shit is funny as fuck. Yeah. Like, I think this game it's is really is funny. so funny. And uh, the the best thing about it is how authentically South Park it is. And for me saying like, oh, I feel like I'd rather just, rather just watch South Park. It's like, I feel like this is beyond just a good episode of South Park. Like This feels like a good season of South Park yeah. condensed into an experience. So like, I'm complaining just to complain, I guess. But, no, it's, it's, but it's my problem problem with it like the reason i'm critical is the gameplay i enjoy the battle system in this better than stick of truth yeah oh, i wow. just wish it went deeper i just wish there was more because it is obviously inspired by games like fire emblem and uh, disgaea and things like that and i understand i'm not going to get that depth out of this i just feel like it could go a little bit deeper now having said that something i really like about the grid system they use is because it's such a small playing field and it's never like this large ass multi-screen mm -hmm. uh Thing you're going through the the way that the characters attacks uh where it shows you what each attack does like mm -hmm. you can see the red squares mm -hmm. or whatever and most of them are either straight in front of you or one straight line around you right that was cool and again i'm, I'm only six hours in so i'm not yeah, like, you get at some point there are some that that cross I go, well, yeah there's yeah, like yeah. there's the cross ones and stuff and i'm like oh this is really awesome but i just don't see the game ever getting to a point that actually requires you, you to master think. that system. Well, have you thought of like upgrading? Have you upped the difficulty if that's the complaint? I did. So I, I ended up you're, up, you're upping to, the, to that and it, it doesn't affect it that much. Yeah. And uh, if anything, that, it just makes it like just, there's just more to do instead mm -hmm. of it being like more of a challenge in terms of having to be in the right place at the right time. And it, it's it's it just sucks because I just want more of a game out of it because it does feel like a walking simulator a lot. Walking simulator a lot of the time, mm -hmm. and that was the thing. Jen, a great walking simulator though. Jen watching it for the most part is like this could be a mobile game outside of like this, but like the way it's doing, like yeah, hundred percent, oh, and that's like an insult and to honestly, it. Honestly, I feel like it would be even better because one of the things I like doing least is using the detective mode or the hell it's called, um, and like to throw the poppers and all that stuff. Oh. It's like oh, touch screen would be awesome for that. <laughs> sure, didn't sure, they sure. make a mobile game? Yeah, they, yeah. they did. But Battery destroyer or some shit like that. I never I played it. Stuff. I didn't know how yeah, yeah. similar it was to. The actual game, yeah, or if at all. No, it's it's an interesting one. I what for the that kept the combat fresh for me was the ability of first off unlocking new party members and putting them in there to find a squad you liked, and then also the way they use the subclasses where you pick a character profile of your speedster or whatever in the beginning, but then after like what day two or, or leading into day two you get yeah. another one, mm -hmm. and, the day, and like by the end spoilers you have them all unlocked, so you really get to go through and start cherry picking moves especially it's really helpful you know going into that second class where you're like all right i've done a handful of battles i know what i've wanted like yeah. fuck why no, can't i, I shoot could heal i wish I, I could exactly, do exactly. This, like, yeah. are you still limited to three moves yeah three moves in an ultimate yeah okay. so, but you can start like now you're playing on like cards right where you're picking and choosing what your deck looks like uh, the ultimates are amazing the summons oh, yeah. are amazing Dude, like, there's oh so my god the, the first one you get was it which is the uh what is the Torah. macaroni pie torah <laughs> or macaroni thing where it's Picture. like moses but it goes into like the tron <laughs> Fucking awesome. Meanwhile, at the Super Friends base, or I didn't even see that. You haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. You get that. You get a. Uh, uh, is it a Torah or is it the Star? It's of David? called the Torah thing. I. I mean, you get I'm a not Star of David that, macaroni. Picture. Star of David macaroni picture, and when you summon it, it heals all of your. It heals all of you, everyone in the group, but it goes to like a, like a cutscene where it's like it's like this Tron esque. Like figure, and he's like, "I'll say what you." Do you remember? Know. You remember when they introduced that Moses? The like, Wasn't he looked like Zordon. The, Zordon, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I did get there. He's in there I did get there. Um, I really like Super Craig's. Um, 
Everything? Super Craig's amazing in this Super game. Super Craig's everything. I just love his ultimate of like the little hamster. <laughs> like oh the, the live action God. hamster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. So fucking yeah, I like, I, but in general, Super Craig, I think, is one of the standout characters for me. And just like, I love the. He's the one of the group that doesn't take it seriously. So everybody shits on him during battle of like, oh man, if you could put half the effort in there, he's like, shut the fuck up or whatever. And he's like talking to Kyle and he's like, oh man, I never thought kites were cool to him. I've never thought, I never thought I'd think kites were cool. And he goes, thanks, give me a second chance. Like, who said I said that you're cool? <laughs> how, did you, how did you guys feel about the toilet mini games? I'm used to them. I'm expecting yeah. them. Yeah, my thing with it is like, it's another example of like, I think it's That's funny and whenever I see one, yeah. I do it, but it's just like, it, it's a burden for me. Those a, things are like a chore. Not for me. good. Is yeah. it rhythm the, the same one from the first game? No, it's different. It's different now. It's, it plays out more it's like a, a DDR game. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And it's just, it's interesting because like, I would be all about that, but they're never really that challenging. And when they are challenging, it's because the they're using so many your fingers buttons. in weird yeah, ass yeah. places where it's like hit R2 triangle and the analog sticks. And it's like, what the fuck? That's really weird. But I mean, again, it's just like, there's so much in this game that is worth doing and yeah, it's, it's fun collecting the shit. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I... I, this isn't going to be in my top 10 of the year. Like, that's where I'm coming down on it, where it's like, it's a great game, but I think there's been so many good games this year sure. that this is just one that I'm like, you don't necessarily need to get it right now. Like, when it is time when there's a drought, go through and play it, but like, I'm not like, rush out and buy it. Do you, where does it come down with you guys? I mean, I love it. I think it's a. I, I had fun with it, and I had a great time with it. I'm similar to you. I, I mean, I won't say it's not my top ten. I would stop, stop to think that down. It definitely wouldn't be high on my top ten. And I, yeah, I don't think. I think when Sick of Truth hit, it was holy shit. This yeah. is different. You need to play this. And this one is very much. This is another South Park game, which is great. It's more of what I want. But you're right. You're on the money in terms of like. All right, cool. I'm going through all these different things to get there. Like it's at the end, like, and not, I'm not gonna spoil anything for the end. But at the end, like when they are really like, all right, cool. Now use every one of your powers, like the you know fart and th or mm. fly and all that stuff. Like when I'm out collecting, that was fine. But then at the end, like they kind of put it all together. It's like, all right, like can we go a little bit faster? Is there a way to automate this? You know, I know how to do this. Whatever. Right. Yeah. As someone who I don't love turn-based games at all, like. I really the only one I ever cared for was Pokemon growing up and like I tried Final Fantasies it just was not for me and I I really love this game. I don't know where it'll fall in top 10 just cuz you know Wolfenstein 2 and Mario and Assassin's Creed we got to wait for all those fucking <laughs> games. Uh but yeah, I saw I'd put that out on Twitter and, and some guy replied to me he was like that's uh, that's such a great endorsement. He's like cuz this is a game I would not have played because it's turn-based and knowing that somebody else really enjoys it even though it's turn-based uh well, is like a good sign i think that's the powerful part of the game that's actually what you think is one of its weaknesses is the fact that the combat the turn-based combat you can wrap your head around and yeah mm -hmm. i think we jump in and after a while like oh, okay i got this whatever like it, but there's also that part of you know i didn't lose any battles on normal like i was able to get through that which kind of sounds shitty i'm sure to some people but to me who just wants the story and wants to go through i was like all right this is fun i'm glad because like some of the battles at the end get kind of long and there's multiple waves and it was like oh fuck i better start using my items correctly and like shit let's revive him but wait on him and not do her and like it mm -hmm. there was a bit to it but it was never like fuck that's my fifth time failing and i'm yeah. that close and, that, and i don't want that in that in this kind yeah, of game i'm not looking for that, that in South i think if the system were any like you're looking for a deeper system turn-based wise if it were any deeper i don't think i would like it yeah, sure. right. uh, I, guess, I, I don't I like it either I, it's like rpg light yeah yeah, 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 and, yeah. but my thing is from very from basic stuff yeah, from south park but, and from the style yeah. of game this is i would just rather a bit more challenging not like super hardcore but a bit more challenging and then the entire package being a bit 
like just condensed, mm. where it's like every battle matters instead of there just being, there's a, lot just of being a lot of battles. At the and end, that's that, the only reason I have a problem with it is like how many times do I need to beat up the sixth graders? Right. Like that's funny the first time. I hear you on that. No, because that was the same thing at the end when like raisins the girls would come after me like I'm not gonna do this right now and just keep going like I'm not in the mood to fight you right now. Right. And like you think like it's long in the tooth thing you do stuff. Wait at least you get to the end of this game because this is one of the. Best examples recently of like, oh fuck, I'm about to beat it. Oh wow, there's more. Okay, well here we go. All right, well now I'm almost okay. Fuck, and like, oh, well, I'm gonna beat it. Still, and like, it's like, like the, where Jen the looked at me ending. like one in the <laughs> morning. Like she's like, like is this game going to end? Like you started at 10:30 thinking you were about to beat it. I'm like, I think I'm almost there. Hold on. Yeah. Give me it's great. Give me a game where the encounters are like you get into a counter and it's real time combat. Like I like I would love to see a South Park game that's like a beat 'em up brawler like. Like how they did, yeah, like how they that. did Scott Pilgrim. No, like I love that. Those shit. games are so dated, and you want to get the humor. There want to be the, the whole re- turn base w- works so great. It allows can, for the dialogue. Can have sure. those dialogue. Play that uh, Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, South Park game. The first person shooter. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was fun. Oh man, I'm enjoying it though. Yeah, I can't wait to play more. I didn't expect that, but I, I... Nick, are you gonna stick around anymore? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna play more. As to, I don't know if I'll beat it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like I'm all, my my attention span for it's already starting to wane. And um and I, but I but I want to play. I'm I'm good for at least two three more hours of it just to see if it kind of if it kinda keeps going with me. Yeah, eighteen hours. That's kind of scary. That eighteen hours scares me a little. bit. I thought it was like a twelve. That's what I said earlier. Right? That sounds getting, high, but I'm pretty yeah. sure from before I'm, uh, I'm, not, getting, I'm not getting eighteen hours. You told me fifteen no before you beat it. I think I was at fifteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. You as I was, I was right? as I was stopping the as I was about to start the game, I was hoping I wasn't gonna like it. And I was hoping it was gonna be bad so I could just dig yeah, more yeah, into yeah, Shadow yeah. of War, <laughs> and I ended up loving it. So it's like fuck. There's two games. I mean, it is funny as hell, and the presentation is. On another level, the fact that this is a video game is mind blowing because it looks like South Park. Yeah, so nuts. Yeah, it runs really well. I've I, I hadn't heard about the technical problems for my. I had a flawless run and I thought it ran really well and it was nice after you know Stick of Truth having so many problems on PS3 that mm-hmm. loads to go go super fast transition. It would be that thing of like I'm gonna go over there and load screen pops up and I try to get my phone out and I wouldn't even be able to get it out in time. Mm. Like, oh, fuck, that's good. I think Jason Shar is the one who wrote that. Well, he's a fucking lying piece of shit. Apparently, <laughs> oh, he's not. <laughs> Someone had to say it. <laughs> I'm glad it was you. <laughs> any any closing thoughts on South Park? I think it's fun. I think if I, I think uh, to Andy's point, like if you guys if if you're not thinking about playing it and you're looking for something a little bit more casual and fun and just a, and just want to laugh a little bit, definitely give it a shot. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm gonna go back. It's interesting because we had done the story on Games Daily about them announcing the season pass, and somebody asked like, "Oh, is this what you guys would have wanted out of Stick of Truth?" And I was like, "I don't remember finishing Stick of Truth and wanting more." Whereas this one, I'm like actually jonesing to get home tonight and play them. You know, there's missions I still have left. Mm-hmm. There's trophies for me to knock out. I don't know if I'll go back and play it again because I need to go back now and play mm-hmm. as black character on Mastermind difficulty to get that trophy. Mm-hmm. And I'm the like, whole, do the whole thing. Yeah, and I'm like, Ooh. you can't skip. Like cutscenes and stuff. I, I was trying. Maybe I'm. Maybe it'll know now or something. Sure. If I do a second playthrough, it'll mm-hmm. let me. But before it couldn't, and I was like, I don't know if I have that in me again. Cause no. It's too much to play. Hmm. Too well, much Nick to play. Andy, Andy. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for guys. Us. You can go back to whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. What do you do around here? Oh, looks at Gundams. I forget. Yeah. Uh, no, Jesus Christ. Pretty sick, sweet <laughs> Gundams though. Got some sick Gundams, man. Devin, what have you been playing? Um. Well, we talked about this yesterday. We just. Sorry. We just, bought a house. We, we just bought a house, um, and she started her business and everything, and so since we're going through this little transition, I bought Destiny 2, 
because I figured that would be something that I could play the longest. You're like, all right, I'm spending a lot of money. I only want to spend sixty more dollars. Yeah, I just, just South to Park get... and all other stuff. We got, well, they'll come later. Yeah. What's the one game I can spend a lot of time with? Yeah, Destiny, Destiny Two. Destiny Two. So I did, um, but I already got to three oh five. So didn't take you as long as you thought, huh? It didn't, <laughs> didn't keep you around as much as you thought it would. But I'm still like I still do the weekly. Yeah, I was gonna say you're coming back stuff. for that and Iron yeah. Banner and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'll still get plenty of time out of it. Okay. Um. That's what I've mostly been doing. What is the next game on the horizon then? I know uh, you're 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 you put your money in Destiny. What are you waiting for next then? I mean, there's so much. October twenty seventh, man. Yeah, October I know. 27th, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> getting them all. Dreams. I, um, well, I might get Shadow of War next because I've okay. already pre-ordered my One X, and so when that comes in, I'll probably you want that showcase the, title. I do. I do. I want something to show it off, and I want to get it. Uh, because if you played, what was the first one? Shadow Mordor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you played it um, on whatever system and you get the sequel, same system, your nemesis transfers from the first game. Gotcha. Or one of them or multiple, I don't know. So I want that experience to see how that goes. Yeah. I love the nemesis system. It was awesome. That's I, cool. And I am surprised not as many games have done anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think more people would rip that off, right? Because yeah. it was such a thing that people really dug. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Destiny 2 with you, Greg. Are you still going back at all? Or? Plan is still the platinum. It. Uh, it's just we've been, it's the normal thing that always happens. Just been on the road. And then now that I'm back, I'm playing other things. And South Park got here and I wanted to focus all my time on that. And then Super Mario's on the horizon. Uh, so it's just that issue of I'm not 305. I'm, I can actually open my Destiny oh, app and tell yeah. you. Look I want to say 292 or something like that. Have you been doing multiple characters, though? Uh, yeah, that's uh, well, not like hardcore enough to have that really be something I can hang my hat on and make an excuse about. Because this is one I will probably get the platinum on because I, I did the raid. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean I can do two more run throughs with the other two characters, but then all I need is like I think I need a prestige Nightfall yep. trophy, and that would that'd be it. Oh really? That's yeah. all you need now? Yeah. I, right. I mean, if I do a run through with the other two characters to get the well, what about like for um, me? It's that. So I have a. I'm two ninety one right now on mm-hmm. my main hunter. Uh, one ninety one on my titan. That doesn't really matter because all I need the titans got. I ha, I just have to do more public events to pop the ability to go get the final third subclass or whatever. Yeah. And once I do that, I pop that trophy, bail on him forever, make a warlock, do the same yeah, thing. That's what. And I'm then it would be. The prestige, <laughs> I do a nightfall, not the raid, and then uh, get yeah, the no. do what is it? Uh, the trot, do trials and go meet that one guy. Win oh, a trials I do match, need to do a trials. which everybody talks about how tough it is. But I Sean friends. Pitt swears to me that he can just get me on his team in one weekend, hopefully this weekend, beat one fucking round and be done with it. I actually forgot about the trials one, yeah. so it may be a little harder than I thought. Well, it's, it sounds like if you just have a good team, you know what I mean, they can pull you through and do and get it get it done with. But yeah, I still want to platinum it. I still think that's obtainable. I still think that will happen. Hmm. Yeah. What else have you been playing? Uh, right before this, uh, I was tried to uh, try to do Friday Thirteenth. Friday Thirteenth, <laughs> if you haven't heard, is game of the year. Except it's broken all the fucking time. It drives me crazy. So no, you know I love Friday Thirteenth. And last weekend was Friday the Thirteenth. They had the double XP weekend. We're like, we're gonna fucking stream it all day. Me, Cool Greg, and Joey will do it all afternoon. I'm gonna rake in this double XP. Num 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 num. Eat it up. Have it rain all over me. And sure enough, we start the stream and the fucking servers are garbage and you can't make it happen. So we kept 
we'd do a match and then it would crash or whatever and we just eventually gave up but that night of course i went home and played more with kids and uh, got a group together and got the trophy i needed for doing uh playing as every different counselor and then uh playing as every different jason which i need the double xp to help me bump mm. up faster to the level you're gonna get that 1300 kills or whatever it you is. know what i mean <laughs> like joey asked me when i was you know, on saturday she was gonna come over and her and jen played stardew and i played uh streamed uh friday the 13th and when i was starting to rattle off why I was doing it. Well, my, she's like, are you trying to get the platinum in Friday the 13th? Because if you're unaware and you've missed me bitch about it before, horrible fucking trophies. Fucking disaster. Terrible fucking <laughs> trophies. And it, where it is, yeah, get a thou- get 13, 13 kills or whatever the fuck it is. Weird <laughs> shit like that. Where it's just like, that's going to take forever. However, it is the thing of like, I've never been, it's been a long time since I've cared. I've never cared about a competitive multiplayer game like I care about this game. And it is that thing of, what I was about to lead into is the fact that I just tried to play it. We had 20 minutes before, and I was like, let's get a fucking match together. So I hit up kids on Twitter, had my seven people all set to go. Cool Greg was ready to play, and we jumped in, invited everybody. Almost everybody got in the lobby. Last guy tried to connect, crashed blue screen. Do it all again, crash blue screen. Do it again. And I'm like, I kept thinking, well, this guy tried to invite somebody on his own. Maybe that's what did it. Don't invite anybody. Invite everybody there. Then it was, all right, this is the guy I saw trying to join when it crashed. Don't invite him. It all crashed over and over and over again. I'm like, Fuck that and jumped into Fortnite, which I'll get to in a second. But to the thing where it was, Joey's like, are you really trying to platinum this? And I'm not actively like, yeah, I'm going to platinum it. But there is this thing in me of like, if we can just stop the fucking random ass crashes for no fucking reason because the servers are garbage and the code sucks, I'm going to keep playing this. This will be a game that it is going to be like, hey, let's do, 20, you know, how people treat Battle Royale on Fortnite. Like, hey. It's so, so we were at lunch. It was me, Joey, and Andy. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, somehow Friday the 13th came up. And we just don't get it. We just don't get how you are so obsessed with this game and play this game in the way people play PUBG yeah. or Mario Kart or Smash I get it. Brothers. It's the exact, well, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you not get it? It's the exact I mean, same thing. It just thing. seems like such a weird, weird game that's broken as fuck. And it's just like, yeah. like all those other games work. I, I mean, <laughs> when it does work, though, it works so good. Yeah. I don't believe so... Joey didn't believe it. Joey loves that game, too. Well, she was yeah, part of the conversation. Okay. Well, it's just like, it just like, I look at them and it just seems like such a a game that I understand that you're a big fan of. Yeah. And that you're like, hey, it's something I like. But it's just to go- think that you're going to keep going back to it for so long to the point that you might get 13, 13 kills. Yeah. That sounds crazy well, to me. The dangerous element will be is when I start popping the other ones. When I start hitting like the milestone, the other milestones, you know what I mean? Of whatever they are. And I don't have them in front of me. But um, like either 100 or 500 or whatever. Yeah. When you hit one of those, it's going to be like, well, now I'm close. It's, yeah, you know it's going to be in and, your mind. And like, that's the thing where it's going to be like, there. what if what if we just did an extra live stream <clears throat> or whatever for two hours? And I was like, all right, everybody, we're, we're not really it. playing the game. Just run up to me. <laughs> Let me kill each one of you, and we'll do this Good over Lord. and over and farm it that way. And, like, I'm not to that point. I don't think I will. I've heard other people bitch that trophies are broken, but I do. people do have the platinum now. Mm. They have the Friday 13th platinum? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you cheese it, it's not that. I mean, like, and like well, I guess. that's the problem. Is it's such a shitty trophy list. You're going to cheese it to get it. Like, yeah. There's no... No one's actively just played that happen. No one's the killing Jason is so fucking stupid and complicated that it's like, yeah. all right, clearly you probably have people doing that with you. And I know I know people have popped it in the wild <laughs> on their own or whatever. Hmm. But no, it 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 sucks so much that the first game I'm really into that's like multiplayer like this and is like, hey, I got twenty minutes, let's play, is so I don't know why this has gotta be so fucked every time I wanna use it, right? Because yeah. it's so demoralizing of like Man, I don't. I I can. I don't. I'm not making. In the beginning, it was. Oh, they were a small developer. They are a small developer. They didn't know mm-hmm. what they were getting into. Blah, blah, blah. I understand launch weekend woes and all this shit. And then double XP the first time, everything went to shit. All right, they're trying. You know, they're trying. They're they're. Gun and Ilphonic are still doing what I always want developers to do. 
over communicating. Here's our roadmap. Sorry, this was broken. Here's your reward. But they, I don't understand how it keeps getting fucked up like well, this. Well, when they started, they weren't even Friday the 13th. They right. were, they were like camp, whatever they were going to call whatever it. Whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then they got the license. And that's a lot of pressure. Sure, but I mean, now, like, you you would hope, and we don't know developers, and I've reached out and invited them on the Gamescast, of course, as a fan, but then also to ask questions like this, of just like, I don't understand how the checks have come in. You know how much you sold. How has that not been poured back in a server similar to Rocket League? Rocket League melted, right, when it first launched on PS Plus, and it was this giant phenomenon, and Psyonix did the right thing then, like, Gun did, of, of like, <clears throat> we're talking to you, we're telling you what's happening, blah, 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 but then the it's the counterbalance that... Well, Cyanix seemed to have poured that all back in to make yeah. Rocket League rock solid and mm-hmm. have not issues every weekend. There's a big thing happening with it. Whereas with Friday, it keeps happening. And so it is that thing for me of like, fuck, I really should stop playing this. I really should find something else. I should come back in months when it's fixed, if I care at all. But, if it ever gets fixed. But the problem is that I'm still hooked on it and yeah. I want to play it. And it's just that desire of like, why? Well, I, 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 so then I, today I was like, all right, whatever. Let's finally try Fortnite and jumped into Fortnite and got two matches in before oh, we started yeah, this right. show. Yeah, Fortnite, Fortnite Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah it's not not uh, Fortnite proper. Um, and you got in there, and it's like, this is fun. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to play more. I'm not, you know, chomping at the bit to go more or champing at the bit, depending on what you're I've been I've been very interested to see how many people on my Twitter feed are playing Fortnite Battle Royale. Yeah. Like, when it was first announced, I was just like... Well, I think the news blew it up that... Um, they were epic, but, was, or uh, that uh, yeah, blue hole was mad. That they were upset statement. about it, but, I mean, and that gave them so much attention. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm talking about like like industry people. Oh that sure, are, yeah. that are in there that are playing, and like I keep seeing people Twitch streaming it. And I'm like, whoa! It had more of a hook than I thought it would for mm. people that like. What are they tired of PUBG or what yeah. is it? I mean, with all due respect, I mean, isn't it just the fact that I would think, and you tell me, mm-hmm. most of our people I follow in the industry, and most industry people are console players. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the thing, right? Like yeah. it's just easier to do that. Like, uh, like that's why I'm playing it, and even playing it today, mm. where I got my f- two matches in, and it's like, first off, is what everybody said about it. And again, I'm two matches in, so I haven't even built anything. You know what I mean? Like I brought up the mm-hmm. wall thing, and I was like, I didn't, I'm not staying here. I'm trying to move to the center of the circle. Fuck it. Um, it's way more inviting than PUBG is. Of like, I, and now granted, this is my perspective as Greg Miller, console gamer, console fanboy. Fuck PC gaming. <laughs> um, it's just more inviting. Of like, I know it's. I'm in. It's third person. I know how to play this. I know what to do. And then I'm running into houses, and they're loaded with ammo and guns, and I'm like picking up different guns and leaving guns behind. Like I'm getting armed to the tooth right away. Whereas PUBG was like, I got four fucking bullets and a handgun and a hot and yeah. a pot. I'm wearing as a helmet. <laughs> Whereas this is like, no, you're, you're totally ready to go. And like seeing people and like shooting at them and getting, I'm I'm in it right away. Whereas PUBG, that's so funny because to me, like looking at Fortnite, and I love that Fortnite's the kind of first one to do it since because uh, Fortnite's built on that idea of build your base build the blockade do all that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that to me is the complicated element of it that I'm happy PUBG doesn't have yeah because PUBG you're in it sure go well that, from what I understand talking to Andrew and a few other people who play Fortnite uh, Battle Royale and stuff is the building's really just about getting you to an elevated position and stuff it's not you know you're not you're not building the way you build in Fortnite vanilla where you're like building up a base to defend it. Like you're trying to get to the center of the circle and then I guess you worry about it, but I just got killed at being 21 right mm. out of 100. So it's like I haven't gotten to end game Fortnite Battle Royale to really see what that's about. But it it is that thing of like I'm anxious to get back in there and do it again and it is exactly what I wanted out of the Friday 13th for fails of like mm. hey, we have 10, 15, 20 minutes to kill here. Well, I'm going to jump in and do this real quick and see what it's all about. But it's the similar thing of like and this is terrible, but it's what I talk about, right? Of like, there's no trophies in it. 
and that's a issue for me, right? I mean, it's early access. It's not a full fledged game. I get that, and I don't mean to sound like a trophy whore, even though I clearly am one. But like, if I'm putting 20 minutes into something, I'd like it to matter. If that makes sense, like mm. I'd like to get, I'd like to be building some kind of stat or something. Whereas like Friday the 13th, at least I'm jumping through a window. I'm getting closer to this. Like, there's the mini rewards, right? Which I know sounds so stupid, and people always talk about. I don't get trophies. The gameplay is the reward. Yada yada. And I get all that, and I agree with that. But the reward in PUBG slash Fortnite, right, is the chicken dinner. It's becoming one or getting close. I'm like, oh, fuck, I can do better, which mm-hmm. I get out of Fortnite, and I'm going to keep playing it you know, for a little bit there. Whereas with Friday the 13th or anything else, Friday the 13th, I'm filling in my XP number overall, which is gonna, I still have to you know, work for that new Jason who's 41 or 44, level 44, and I'm 32 right now. It's the fact that if I want to say... Fuck it, I died early, but I did jump through a window, so I know I'm doing that, or I trapped him in a trap, so I'm chipping away at that trophy. Like, it's those little... In a game that is a game... Uh, games as service. I like the smaller carrots at the end of the stick that keep me going to the next one of yeah. the larger Role goal. Role-playing elements within the game of leveling right. things up. Yeah. And even if it's not properly leveling up, it's getting this many out of that many yep. things. Yep, badges, doing all those still different things. Feels is there, like you're doing something. Is there something in the game like that? I Which mean, game? It, Fortnite? It, yeah. Uh, hard for me to say. I, 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 I guess you did just start it. I just did it, and I was like, I was trying on the screen. I'm like Matt, trying to figure out what button to customize my character, or my look. Couldn't figure that out. <laughs> Jumped in the character that I was. It was just you know, a normal army looking white dude. But both the times I dropped out of the the battle bus, like I look, I was a different character. So I don't understand how that is. If that's just random every time, which I'm fine with. I was just like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. But mm. it's fun. It's colorful. It runs well. I was I had fun with Fortnite. I want to keep playing Fortnite. But yeah. It's this weird thing with these games and services of like, it's just, I don't it, like Fortnite I like and Friday the 13th I like that there's like, this has an ending. Whereas like, I'm like, oh man, I, I like on the P- PS4 work I have Marvel Heroes downloaded too. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh man, maybe I'll chip away at that and do some stuff there. But it's like, well that game just goes on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't want to go on. I want it to be, hey, this is a 20 minute match tops. You're good. You know what I mean? And I'll be done or be out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. like, I'm pretty stoked about PUBG in general on Xbox for the same reasons. Because, yeah, it's just every match is a different, different thing, and you're going to love that experience. Yeah. You know? And even if you, if you get first or even if you die at 90, it's like that is a story in itself, right? And it's a similar thing of like, you know, I was talking to a friend in New York when we were out there, and I was like, man, I really got to try GTA Online. But GTA Online is the same way, I feel, out, of just being like, mm-hmm. I'm going to download it and get in it, and it's just going to be 20 minutes of fitting, fiddling with my character and never doing anything. I say we there. commit to GTA Online. I haven't played it in group. so long. Okay. Like we should. For par- for party mode alone, I feel like we should really like figure that shit out and understand it. Cuz it seems like there's so much going on there and so much fun uh, there. Like every few weeks, every month, I see more stuff added to it and I haven't played it in so long, I don't even know how it works cuz I tried it when it first launched and if you remember when it oh, first yeah, launched, it was, garbage. It was awful. That's why yeah, I never you played couldn't it even yeah. get into it for like a month. Yeah. And um and so once it kind of finally settled out, I played it a little bit. And I kind of got the idea of what it was, but it's completely different now. Yeah, 100%. Know? I mean, that's what, I mean, you look at what they've done with that, and they clearly looked at their community and how are they using this tool and what are the different groups, and all right, we'll reward them all with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm down. I'm totally down. All right. Do you yeah. have it? Uh, I do not. <laughs> I do not. I have it on PS3. I'll draft the, it. Yeah. The issue. Um, so, I haven't played too much because South Park uh, has been what I played the most of. And you're I did beat Cuphead, finally. Um, which I'm very, very, very proud of. No one has made me a trophy yet. I'm a little upset about oh. that because uh, I need it. Uh, but yeah, no, Cuphead, just as fantastic as I've been saying it was. I loved the final boss. Um, I will say the second to last boss 
is my least favorite thing about is that, that the game. Dice, the dice man. Dice man. Oh man, it's it's infuriating, and uh, it's one of the few times where I'm like, it's not fun uh, to to play against it because it's just it's too long, and at the end of the day, every other boss fight takes between one and three minutes max to beat. Uh, dice man takes up to eight to ten minutes uh, to get through his whole thing and it's frustrating to get to the end part and then die and have to do it all again and there's a lot of dice roll it's just it's a whole thing so i i haven't played Cuphead yet that actually might be the next one i get but on that one i've seen some videos of your like in a casino or something mm-hmm. and you're going and there's ones that say start over yep. or something like that you're just rolling a dice and Rolling a number and hoping yeah. that you don't win. Just fucking <laughs> hoping you don't hit that <laughs> Game start of the over. Because then you start over. Now, here's the thing. Uh, the dice, and this is something that I learned over time, you can control the dice rolls. It only goes one to three. And if you parry at the right time, you do get the, the number that you want. However, it's hard. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's, it's like split screen thinking where you have to like get it at the exact right point or else... You don't get the number you want, and mm-hmm. that could be the difference between starting over or, or not. Um, but then the problem is, like, that last, the boss fight at the end of that is is challenging, and you don't mm-hmm. get the trial and error ability to do it over and over and learn from your mistakes because you have to do all this other shit to get to it's it. It's like classic yeah, I gotcha. boss battles exactly. in, like, an NES or SNES game. It was the first time in Cuphead that I felt the pacing was off. Yeah. Uh, but then once I got past it, I felt so fucking good, and I beat the hell out of the final <laughs> boss, and I was so happy. Um, what an amazing game. I, I got to play it. it. I you got do. it downloaded. I just haven't, I haven't started it's it. It's so good. And uh, so then after I did that, I did go back a little bit and try to get all the extra coins that I missed and the little extra shit just because I wanted. There's no way that I'm going to... What's the Xbox version of Platinum? I mean, do they have a name for it? There's a thousand, a thousand have, gamer yeah, score. Thousand That's gamer it. Score. Yeah, there's no way. I looked at uh, Jeremy Dooley from Achievement Hunter. Got it. He's an idiot. And it blows my mind because the pacifist runs you have to do on the run and gun stages, I don't know how anyone could do it. Um, but whatever. I'm happy with beating it. I can stop there. Um, I'm playing a lot of my SNES Classic just because it is one of those things where I've beat these games so many times that I don't need to commit to going through them all. Right. But yeah. when I have 20 minutes here or there, like when Gia's making dinner and she's like, oh, it's going to be ready soon. I'm like, all right, pop it in, play F-Zero for a little bit. Which is such a callback to your childhood of mom being yeah. like, dinner's on 100%. 20 minutes. Like, all right, let me beat the level, huh? <laughs> but yeah, man, the SNES Classic is such a such a fun little thing just to have. And uh, the, such a great lineup of games. And I just love that so many of them are just pick up and play. And I'm like, oh, this is great. But then there's longer things that you can get into, too, like Final Fantasy or Earthbound and all this stuff. If you've never played them, obviously, it's a great way to play them. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much been it for me. How's the, how's the cord length on that SNES? In I know it's longer. infuriating. Nope, not long enough. <laughs> not nearly long enough. Uh, I need to have an HDMI cord come out to the system to my game, so my system's just in the middle of my floor, and I'm not that far from my TV. Yeah. Like, my couch is like, right there. So, it's kind of upsetting. I think someone makes a wireless They one. do. They like do. a USB. But I don't really want to commit to all that. It's no. like, my thing oh, is... these shenanigans. Like, yeah, the, the virtual console, once that, hopefully, eventually, eventually in whatever yeah. form comes to Switch, then I'll invest in whatever wireless controller they have that connects to the Switch, but... Well, I just use it. I've, I haven't even docked my Switch. Ever. I, don't Ever? Even know, I don't know where my dock is, honestly. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Good on you. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. It's weird. I, I I mean, with my Switch, I never think of it that as a, a thing either, right? I was getting excited for Mario. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be great to get it and, like, Jen can play or watch whatever she wants. And I'll sit and I'm like, oh, wait, we have the two TVs out there. I guess I could plug it into the dock, which is the same thing that happened over the weekend yeah. when I stopped playing Friday 13th and streaming it. I went over and started cooking dinner, and Joey and uh, Jen were next to each other on the couch, Jen playing on the TV, and then Joey's still playing on her Switch. 
And after like 15 minutes, I'd be like, Joe, you can use the TV I was just using. Like, yeah. You can use the other dock. She's like, ah, oh, I guess I could. Yeah. And then she was like, I never, I never use a pro controller. Well, that, that's I haven't either. So <laughs> weird. The pro controller, like, in my experience, I found the pro controller is only really worth it if you're playing on TV. Oh, sure. Having yeah. it just in tabletop mode or whatever, it's like, I'd rather just be playing handheld. Oh, that's stupid, no. You know? If so. you're, that's why you're, I'm better at you, Mario Kart. Because, like, when, I'm telling you, when I'm on an airplane, I got out of the me in Mario Kart. I put it, bullshit. You haven't. Stop, get it right you, now. No, you, Just go get it right now. You haven't, you haven't beat me. Nah. You haven't beat <laughs> oh, me in Mario Kart you can't even, since yeah. you've, you've been good. No. Like, not, since Mario Kart. Not true. Not true. Never. In any race. I mean, in any race of, like, Importance, like us just fucking around, whatever. But any like any race you win is not of importance. Okay, fine. well then, then you have me. Spirit. I only have ever played with you where you beat me. Bullshit, Kevin. You got to be a fact checker on this. Is that true? I, I remember when we were playing here in the mornings when Mario Kart was. We were all over it. I wasn't there. Tim was never here. That's what so I'm I think saying. really you're just do nice. So is it? Are you making that you're better than me argument? Or no. Are you making a Nick Scarpino argument of you? It just never happened. So I'm saying it never happened. Okay, thank you. You don't okay, know that you're better fine. than me. Okay, all I'm saying. <laughs> thank you. Now I'm all <laughs> right with this argument. Now I'm all right with this argument. All right, sorry, I was confused there. So what's happening for this week Fucking in gaming coward. history with the longest list of games of all time? All right. And man, it hit the fall. Man, when, yeah, we, were, fall. we were in June. We were in May. We were in whatever the fuck we first started doing this. I guess it was June. Yeah, June, July. Then nothing, it was like, oh, nothing ever maybe came five out. Five or back six then. games, and then it's like it, once we hit August, it was like more. But now that we're like mid October, waterfall. Prepare for this. It's the waterfall. Longest list ever. Two years ago, on October 16, twenty fifteen, mm -hmm. Yoshi's Woolly Worlds came out on the Wii U. I just want to give that okay. one a shout out because okay. it was. Do you play it at all? I don't. No, I never had a Wii U. So. Oh, yeah, yeah you didn't. Uh, <laughs> well, then, right they, there. then they put it on a 3DS and it didn't run as good. It's, it's a whole thing. Did you like it a lot? I liked it. I played. It. That's I when I played for a, a little bit and just bailed. I was didn't like, love it. It was way better than Yoshi's New Island. Was it better than Kirby's Epic Yarn? Mm. That sounded like a Yoshi sound. Kicking <laughs> uh, <laughs> your legs. It was better than, than Kirby's Epic Yarn. Okay, it was. Two years ago, on October twentieth, twenty fifteen, Guitar Hero Live came out on PS Four. So this was the re-ushering in of what was sure to be the, a um, fruitful future. <laughs> One of our most successful Let's Plays ever. Top buttons, ever. bottom kind of buttons. Uh, the Guitar Hero Live Let's Play of me and Alfredo playing is the to this day number one video on Kind of Funny Games. Wow, that's really? awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, it sucks that that. I mean, it doesn't suck, but it was one of those things that I came out and I played it and I was actually like, and I, that's a game that we took home. I mean, mm -hmm. and I played for a few nights where I was like, you know, this is actually really fucking cool. And I, I'm rusty now as to what was cool about the like career mode, but it was cool. There well, was different things. Guitar happening. Hero Live was the one that was live action video. Yeah, 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 yeah. The real audience. Uh, it was fucking awesome. And it was cool. The, uh, the black and white guitar buttons. was the black and white, so it was yeah, three yeah. and three. Yeah. I didn't like that. But I could not get used it. to it. Getting used to it was impossibly hard, and I, I think that the fact that that game came out, uh, there was no saving that game. Yeah. Period. But the fact that it came out right next to Rock, Rock Band, Band 4, 4 yeah. was such a disaster because it's like I would never get used to it because then there's this thing that I'm used to. So playing that, right. like, and that oh, was cool. the party and game. You could, and that that's was everyone um, wanted you to do. It was too all, your, all your old songs transferred yeah. Yeah. to so Rock Band. So Live came out to like a very like bad. Yeah, it, it should it should have gone off on its own. Yeah, been before Rock Band Four and then yep. had a shot, but otherwise no. But my thing is Guitar Hero Live. I loved it because it was more about score challenge and it was more about the difficulty and rhythm game. Mm -hmm. Like people needed some prowess there to be able to get through it. Um, but yeah, I could never wrap my head around it, and then other things happened, so it died. I feel like more people played Guitar Hero solo and Rock Band with friends. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Another thing I would like to see come back. It's kind of Guitar Hero related. Dance Dance Revolution. It's I'm waiting. 
I'm just waiting. Although it never really went away, and well, that says I something. S- I spent two hundred dollars on one of those the cobalt flux the ones, huge foam. Oh, okay. Uh, Thrust mask. Dance pen. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, the cobalt flux were the like actual professional not, metal ones. Okay, not that one. Uh, it was like the step under that. I mean, I, I was like sixteen. I don't know. Yeah, but um. Oh my god, I played so much DDR. Yeah, me too, man. Unbelievable amount. What's your favorite? DDR Max 2. I love Max 2. (laughs) But Extreme, I think, has the best song list. But DDR Max 1 holds a very special place in my heart. Rhythm and Policeman. Um, Six years ago, on October 16, 2011, Skylander Spyro's Adventure came out on 3DS, PS3, Wii, and 360. Kicking off Toys to Life. The Skylander craze, Being a whole thing. They made it happen. They took Spyro. And they fucking crushed his hopes and dreams. They finally and made him matter. him into this little thing and made him make a lot of money. They finally made him matter. <clears throat> After years of obscurity. And Fuck Greg Miller. Hashtag Unleash the Dragon. <laughs> 2018. Make it happen. Uh, six years ago on October 18, 2011, Batman Arkham City came out. Yeah. On PS3 and 360. That feels like a long time ago. It does, yeah. Six yeah, years. Yeah. Great and game, though. Great game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven years ago, October 19, 2010, Vanquish. Wow, the Ryan Clements joint. Yeah, one of the most disappointingly selling games of all time. Yeah, that was the one where everybody's like, Platinum is awesome. Have you seen this game Vanquish? You slide around and shoot shit. (laughs) It deserves so much better. I'm happy that it got another shot. Eight years ago, October 20th, 2009, Borderlands 1 came out on PS3 and 360. That was another one that like, I mean, I, let's see, what year was that? I wasn't in IGN yet, so I wasn't even in the industry. Uh, and that kind of hit, took me by surprise. I don't know if people kind of were expecting that to be a thing, but I remember when it came out, it was just like this super stylish intro with the theme song and all that stuff. It was like, this looks fucking cool. And the cell shaded and just the look of the it. Problem, mm-hmm. The only problem with why Borderlands, I think, would have done even better because it obviously did amazing. Don't get me wrong. But it would the problem was the messaging leading up to launch so, was such a, it was, it sounded so much like a game I wouldn't want to play. Where they were like, we have infinite guns, and then you're gonna get this. And we're like, you know, I was in the the like this is a classic video, the old classic IGN video of like Dave Clayman being Randy Pitchford, which was like first time anybody heard of Randy Pitchford. And that like I'm a celebrity, whatever. And like they throw knives, and we were attacking each other and killing people who didn't get it. And it was like <laughs> you're hearing about this game, just like infinite gun combinations, this that, and they're like, what is this? And they were pitching it as like. It is this. It's the hardcore it's, gamers game. Exactly. It's the gamer shooter with RPG elements, which was like crazy at the time or whatever. And so I was like, what? And then when you got your hands on it and you played with other people, it was like, oh, I get it. And that was why like Clayman and Brudvig and stuff that would go home at night and do what people do now in Destiny and Raid and go after these Leviathan bosses over and over and over again, try to get better loot. This one's for you, Greg. Eight years ago on October 20th, 2009, GTA Chinatown Wars. Came out on the PSP. Fuck yeah, it did. Chinatown yeah. Wars is awesome. Yeah, awesome game. That you want to talk about a game Rockstar should put on the Switch. Just keep putting it out. Have it on my Vita. Still haven't played it. You're a monster. Chinatown Wars, if I remember correctly, was the 3DS game? or yeah. sorry DS game. Yeah, right. Sorry. Because they the all PSP first had Liberty City and then Vice City Store. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, this was the one that caught everybody's surprise when they put it on DS, or because it was like Rockstar's working the Nintendo, and you're like, and you played it, and it's like, this is a GTA game. I'm selling drugs. This whole game, oh, the whole, <laughs> the drugs. whole thing here is that you're like, you were there was an uh, economy in the game that you played that you were selling drugs, and you'd buy them in one part of town at a cheaper rate, and then come over here and sell them at a higher rate, and like, and it was like, this game's fucking awesome, and it's so fucking good. I never played it. You're an idiot. Um, going back to something we were talking about earlier, nine years ago, October 19, 2008, Rock Band 2 came out 
on PS3. That was the that was the one. <clears throat> Rock Band 2, mm-hmm. my favorite of the Rock Bands. Hell yeah. Oh my god, yeah. you kidding me? It was amazing. Rock Band 2 DLC, was awesome. If I remember correctly, like that was the first one to to have the, the um, continuous DLC where oh, every week every, we're putting out songs. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit and like it yeah. all adds on top of each other. I'm and then there was I think there was a way like if you had Rock Band 1 and you bought Rock Band 2, you could put, the you could put the all songs. the di- yeah. like not all of them but like 95% of them you could put on the second game. So you automatically had this enormous list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, Rock Band, I never fucked with it as much as Guitar Hero cuz I was in it for the more arcadey shit instead yeah. of the the friend party stuff, but it was fun at parties. Rock Band, man, that was the the movement because that was the. It's funny you think about like my career and like games that like define them or whatever. But early years was Rock Band because I started IGN, and it was that I the first day of work there was an uh, event down, or maybe it was the second day because I think it went home. Doesn't matter. Second day of work, which was the Friday before GDC, there was uh, an event I went to with Jeff Haynes, and it was downtown, and it was a thing where it was an EA event. They uh, Harmonix was up there talking not about Rock Band but like excited about what their next project might be and behind them they had a real drum kit and a real guitar and a real microphone and I had to do an interview with Alex from Harmonix and I was like so he's like I can't say blah, blah, blah. and then it was like it's Rock Band and then Rock Band was so popular with our group at IGN like Hillary was so into it and Damon was so into it and like we would do the thing where you would rap work in that well, not even rap work when we were rapping our work at like Four thirty, five o'clock. Fucking Nick Scarpino and the video team idiots. A Craig Bear down and Ty Root would go in there and just fucking destroy the demo room. <laughs> and then we'd all rap and we'd go in there. And it was that thing where we'd go see movies and then you'd come back to the office and just fucking party and play Rock Band all the time. Like, rock Band was like even at drinking parties, like house parties, people had Rock Band. It was just it's the way it was. It, it was a group activity. Yeah, man. Time and place. R.I.P. Nine years ago, on October 21st, 2008, Far Cry 2 came out on PC, PS3, and 360. Was it 2 or 3? Three? 3. 3 was the one where everyone was just like, similar to Vanquish, or just, holy shit, this yeah. is amazing game. Three's the one where it went on everybody's radar. It was like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? People love Far Cry 2. They're mm-hmm. in their depth. But they're, and even Far Cry 1. Far, I remember like Far back Cry, in the day. Yeah, Far Cry 2, in terms of fandom, is like if you liked Persona 3. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you were on, you got on the train early. You're like, there's something sense. here, guys. And then the next one is where everybody was like, "What, what? the fuck?" Because that was the one where I'll never forget Far Cry Three, where we were doing Game of the Year discussions at IGN, and Mitch was reviewing it. And Mitch brought us all into a room and showed us a little bit of. It. He's like, "Guys, this game is awesome. I know it's not out yet. We've got to vote before anything happens. But it's gonna. It, it was all. It's like it wasn't gonna work out." He's like, "You got to understand." And we're all like, "Whatever." And we left, and then we all played it over break, and we we're like, "We've made a huge mistake." <laughs> That game is awesome. <laughs> why did we all? Stink. Why did we all not listen to Mitch? He, he was telling us that game was great. Oh, I'm like, funny. why didn't you tell me I could just kill turtles and make wallets? Like I was all about this. <laughs> uh, Eleven years ago, on October 17, 2006, Bully came out on PS2. Ah, uh, yes, Bully. Yeah. What a great game. Another one that I miss, and I, but I don't want to go back and play again. Yeah, it's, it would be so hard. It's it, well, it's, it's a PS4 cla- or PS2 uh, PS4 uh, yeah, classic, no, classic. But, but it's like even going back with that control scheme. Yep. No, totally. Like That's the thing when you. Every time they're like, I remember when GTA 3 and Vice City dropped, and granted they've been put out a million times now, but when you got it, you're like, yeah, you're like, oh my god, I can't yeah. use this, oh, I can't rotate the, oh my god, like, and like, <laughs> Bully know. is in my head right now, is this great game that was let all, it, and I'm like, just leave until it there, they do an HD remaster from the ground up, yep. or, you know, a reboot, whatever, I'm not, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely is helpful for PS2 games. So luckily, 12 years ago, on October 18, 2005, Shadow of the Colossus oh, came out on PS2, and I'll never god. need to play that one again, because the new one's coming out and that'll oh, fix the problems and I'm so stoked for that. Uh, we'll what see if a, it fix what the a problems. damn game. It'll fix the guy. It better. Problems, Craig. 
I mean, Last Guardian didn't, so we'll see what they do here. Well, That's totally mm, a, no. Yeah. Twelve years ago, <laughs> on October 18, 2005, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland came out on PS2. The interesting one, because it was the last uh, real core Tony Hawk game uh, that had the same type of progression system sure. and all that. And it was also the first one to be cross-platform, where it was also a launch title for the Xbox 360, which would come out about a month later, which put me in a really weird spot. Because I was like, fuck, do I wait and get the next gen? Or do I fucking play it early? I played it early because that's the type of person I am. This is the first Tony Hawk game that had open worlds where it was all one level, except it was really shitty because they just hid hid the loading times in the tunnels. Uh, oh, I do remember that. It was uh, set in the 80s with yeah. all 80s soundtrack, all in L.A. That sounds cool. And uh, yeah. it, it was cool, but there was so much shit to hold it back. And it was uh, already on the decline of Tony Hawk. Yeah. It was like, Anything they were adding from a gameplay perspective was gimmicky bullshit that didn't make the game better. Um, I feel like that stopped with 4 when they added like spine transfers and all that because that was helpful for the mm-hmm. game. Tony Hawk's Underground added getting off the board, and that's when it, it was downhill from there. Um, and then eventually we Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam, and that was horrible. But um, then Tony Hawk Ride brought it all back. <laughs> brought it somewhere. Um, and then 12 years ago on October 17, 2005, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance came out on GameCube. My first Fire Emblem game, to this day, I think the best Fire Emblem game. Oh. Uh, it's it's old, so like I feel like Awakening and the 3DS games have fixed a lot of quality of life issues. Um, but Path of Radiance is the one Ike's from, and it is such a great story, such a great game. Did you ever play it? I never did. Did you play ever, any Fire Emblem? Mm-mm. You should play Fire Emblem. There's a million of them now. <laughs> Uh, 16 years ago, on October 16, 2001, Devil May Cry 1 came out on PS2. God, I love that game. God, I love the the atmosphere of it. The boss fights were fucking great. So happy it wasn't a Resident Evil game, because it almost was. And man, Ebony and Ivory. Ivory, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Just Dante Dante doing his thing. He's so fucking cool. Got his trench coat. Hot Topic was cool. (laughs) Everything about that game was fucking cool. Super cool. (laughs) Did you did you play it at all? I played it for a while. Like my my friend Adam, who was the one who waited in line for PlayStation Two with me. I remember he got it and he was talking. I was like, all right, and I tried. I was like, this just ain't my kind of game. Oh man, it was my time at games so much. And then when uh, Ninja Gaiden was coming out on Xbox, I was so stoked. I was all about Ninja Gaiden. Although that. It was a hard-ass game. It was a hard-ass game? So fucking hard. As it should be. As the name should imply. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And I brought this up earlier on the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show. But 15 years ago on October 16, 2002, Time Splitters 2 came out on PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. Man, what a damn game. Did you guys play Time Splitters at Mm -hmm. all? A little bit here and there, but we were more in 64, the, still GoldenEye, and all, or yeah. Perfect Dark, and all that jazz. The, well, I mean, this was after that. I know, but I'm oh, saying like that still, was our thing of like, mm. well, it's got four slots. We don't have to buy the adapter. We're all just going to play split screen down here. Because uh, the, the first three time splitters, which I guess were all the time splitters, God, they were so good. Like one was a launch title for PS2, if not first month. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't remember the exact It was day. real oh, yeah. early PS2. I didn't have one yet, but I would go over to my friend's uncle's house, and we would just play the shit out of it. And it was like, this feels like GoldenEye. And it wasn't until years later, I'm like, oh, it was made by the GoldenEye guys. Mm, like, yeah. this makes total sense. Two just upped the ante with the storyline was super fun. Like, the campaign mode was super fun. So many characters. And, like, the fun of Odd Job versus Jaws in GoldenEye, where it's just yeah, like, yeah. let's just have some stupid shit with dumb game modes. This game just was like, here's just that. You know, go yeah. for it. And then Future Perfect was awesome as well. Um, and then this one, I have no care for, but I did own it. And I was, <laughs> I'm hoping you might. And uh, somebody on Twitter hit me up, like, you better include this on the list. So Damn. This is for you. 
17 years ago on October 21st, 2000, Command and Conquer Red Alert 2 came out on PC. On PC now. Yeah. It Fucking was Charles one of those dork shit happening here. 18 years ago on October 18th, 1999, the most important video game to ever come out happened. Crash Team Racing hmm. on uh, PlayStation 1, the best kart racer ever. Um, and then on... What do you think? What are your odds at PSX this year? They announced that. Sean Layden comes out and says Dude, that. There's a chance. There is a chance. Yeah. It's either going to be the next Crash, Spyro Remastered, or Crash Team Racing something. Um, I'm hoping remaster from the ground up. And then 19 years ago, on October 21st, 1998, the game no one really has heard of called Metal Gear Solid came out. Four-disc PlayStation on, on game. PlayStation 1. Jesus. Wasn't it? It wasn't just two? Four discs. For Metal Gear? Metal Gear Solid? I, it was two. I thought it was four. Maybe. No, no it was two, yeah. Was it two? Final Fantasy yeah. was three. Final Fantasy seven. That was a much bigger. Maybe game. that's what I was thinking of. I just remember multiple discs. Yeah, it was, it's, I, yeah it's two for Final sure. Final Fantasy eight was four, if I remember correctly. And even some uh, 360 games towards the end of the generation ended up being two discs. And I was like, I started playing more PS3 stuff at that point because I just. (laughs) You're like, I can't fuck with this. I can't get them to put these discs in and out. Yeah, not about that life. 23 years ago, October 17, 1994, Sonic and Knuckles came out on Genesis, which was essentially the second half of Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, 23 years ago, on October 20th, 1994, Final Fantasy 3 came out on the Super Nintendo, which is one of the best Final Fantasies, a.k.a. Final Fantasy 6 in Japan. Uh, 25 years ago, on October 21st, 1992, Super Mario Land 6 Golden Coins came out on Game Boy. One of the most underrated Mario games, Mario platforming games of all time. Is that the first Super Mario? Second one. It was Super Mario Land 2, 6 Golden Coins. Uh, Super Mario Land, not that good, the first one. It was... It was what you'd think of when you're like, oh, this is a Game Boy Mario game. Mario Land 2 was essentially like, no, this is a Mario game. It's, it has its own feel, its own vibe to it, uh, its own power-ups like the bunny ears and the, the, all the different worlds you go to were super imaginative. And like, there was the one that was like toy-based and one where you go to the moon. It was awesome. Uh, and then My first Mario game, you know, was on Game Boy. So it was in Mario Land. Yeah, but I don't remember or, which one it was. Th- this one had War- it de- was Wario's debut. He oh. was the boss. No, maybe it was. I forget. Mm. I was a young, young this kid. This was fantastic. Okay. Uh, 26 years ago, Spider-Man came out Spider-Man. on PS1? October 1791 on Genesis. Oh. Oh, there it is. Right I there. guess or 90. Spider-Man. Yeah, that one. Okay, I played that one too. But I got a, I got a soft spot in my heart for that PS1. Never soft one. one. Yeah, yeah the never soft course, one. Yeah. Of course. And I didn't put it on the list, but it was also this week that uh, Enter Electro. The Two. second yeah. Oh, yeah, came yeah. out. <laughs> Not so fun memories it, of that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just stick with the first one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man, I never played it. Really? The, the Genesis one? Oh, my no. God. I played Maximum Carnage. Out? And uh, what was the Super Nintendo one? There was Spider-Man. Was it Spider-Man and the X-Men? Spider-Man and the... I was Sega Kids. I don't know. Whatever it was. I don't know. Dude, but, you missed out. That mm, Spider-Man game was so yeah. fucking Especially good. Especially in 1991. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> It was. It had so many cool mechanics to it. Of like, you had to take pictures to get money, so you could use it on web fluid. He had the idle animation. You could crawl on the ceiling at any time, and then he'd have the idle animation where he'd stand up and like cross his arms, but he's <laughs> hanging upside down looking at you and shit. That's cool. It, it had a gruesome fucking ending I could never beat as a kid. But like, where you'd get to, you'd get to Kingpin at the end, or whatever. And his, the, the whole thing is, that you get to Kingpin at the end, and you've got to fight him. And behind him, he's got Mary Jane tied up on a chain, and she's like slowly going down into either water or acid. It must have been water because it was like it wasn't till her face and every time I would just not be able to get the boss pattern out as I'm a dumb kid and like she'd go in and drown 
and Spider-Man would collapse to his knees and grab his head, and then it would just end. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck, we keep killing In this. the canon of Greg Miller's life, yeah, yeah. Mary Jade is dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I could never, ever, ever save her. But it was while so on, great. While we're on the Spider-Man topic, I am Team White Spider. I love... Love I think it looks great. No I'm all about white spider. I, once I get the game and I'm playing it, I'll be fine with it. it but just so now, awesome. it just doesn't know. It God, that really game's awkward. coming next year. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Maybe. I feel confident. They say 2018. I feel. Coming. I feel very well, confident. Yeah, it probably will. They did say what everything at E3. Everything at E3 that had 2018, 2018 was first after first. I'm getting. I'm getting Spider-Man now. Go for it. And then finally, uh, 32 years ago, on October. 18th, 1985. Yeah, Super old, Mario Brothers 1 came out on NES. A couple weeks ago, we talked about the J- Japanese release date of it, but this is in America. So there. Yeah, there. I remember you went, you went back to your bedroom. You had to be there. You fought all the Sinister Six and stuff. Just great stuff. Wow, that's a lot of shit for a 1991 game. I really would love to go back and replay it. Hmm. Hmm. This is a Japanese version because I just bought it in Japan. Because like it does look like this is my like you know <laughs> this is my touching dad story like yeah. this one that's wrapped around this one Spider Man. So like every time. I should buy it again on PS, or just regular Genesis as well. Now it's time for a little bit of audience Q&A. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash gamescast, just like so many people did. But before we do that, you had a question that you wanted to You're a member ask. of the audience. Yeah, um, I guess it's kind of a topic. Um, what I want out of PlayStation and Xbox, I guess, but it's not as big of a problem with Xbox because... Um, we don't we don't both have Xboxes, but we both have Playstations. I want some kind of family share system where if you buy digital games and you are in the same house, uh-huh. you can both use those games. Now I know what you're gonna say. Switch the home consoles. Make hers, make mine. whoever's buying the thing make the, the, yeah. have the primary system be there. Because right. are you up on all this? No. So like I didn't think ever think about this until Jen moved in as well, and we're like we use two PS4s there. Where on my PlayStation Four that I've deemed my primary PlayStation Four, you've done this? Yes. Okay, cool. Because you know if you because if you haven't ever done this, you're like, oh, I only use one PlayStation Four. It doesn't matter. Go into the settings, make it your primary PlayStation Four, so that if the power ever, or not the power, but the internet ever goes out, you can play all your games on there and not have to worry yeah. about having to re- refresh licenses. I digress. One of the other powers of a primary PlayStation Four is that who it's my primary PlayStation Four. I buy a hundred games. If you log into your account on that PS Four, you can play all those games as well. Whereas if you were using my secondary PS Four. I have those hundred games. You log in. Every one of them would have a little lock a little on it, lock, saying yeah. you can't use it. Primary four PlayStation four share a library. Unprimary PS fours do not. Got it. It's kind of complicated, and we went back and forth trying several different ways to get it to work better. It just doesn't. It works how it works, and it is what it is. Um, but that way we can share games on different systems. But the problem when you do that is you don't get. Um, some of the PlayStation Plus benefits. You don't get the um, auto-upload your saves. Um, you don't get the, like, where you can go on your phone, tell it a game Start you want, do stuff. tell it to download, it'll download your system, because it's going to download to her system. You only can communicate to one primary PlayStation right. 4. So what I want is somehow to be able, if we're in the same house, same family, to be able to have all my benefits... Have two consoles, have a share. Have two primary PlayStation. Yeah, first. because I don't, I don't want to buy two copies of every game. When I yeah, you don't want to support developers. You don't want to support the video game industry. You want the free ride. I get it. Excuse me, miss. <laughs> 
Excuse me, miss. <laughs> We, of course, we support the developers. Yeah, we don't yeah. buy used games. We don't sell games back. Okay, usually, and um, but I just and, I want to have those features because there's a okay, there's a story to this. It's a little bit long-winded, and I'm sorry to ramble here, but we were playing um, Beyond, Beyond Two Souls, Two Souls, yeah, Ellen Page's breakout game, yes, where you um. You play, if you don't know what Beyond is, you play as, I think Jody is her name, the girl. That sounds right. It's a J name Something. for sure. And then you have Aiden, which is the spirit character that follows you around. And so um, we like to play a lot of games together. We try to find co-op games and stuff. That actually was a really fun one to play together. The game itself, not great. But playing together, um, she plays... Jody and I play Aiden. Yeah. So if you're playing the game, you normally you control both characters, but you're supposed to be, you know, possessed or not possessed, but followed around by this spirit that you can't control. It kind of does what it wants. The cool thing about when we played it is she literally could not control what I did. Yeah. And we would be doing stuff and she'd be like, hey, slap them around a little bit and just kind of teach them lessons. I'd be like, okay, I'll just go fucking start killing them. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 it's not what I want. I'm like, no, I'm Aiden, I do what I want. So, um, it was a fun game to play together, but we went through the whole game. We got to the very, very, I mean, five minutes left in the game. Yeah. The game crashes, um, which is not a big deal. Games crash. It happens. And I restarted the game, went to load it, wouldn't load. Oh. What had happened was the game crashed while it was auto-saving. So... We since we have our system set up the way we do, we had no save before that. Nothing gotcha. we could reload because we it didn't auto upload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we try to do it like every couple days. We'll go and tell it to manually auto up or manually upload sure. to the cloud, so we don't have stuff like this happen. But we hadn't done it with that game, so we had no save. Uh, and it just I tried everything. I deleted the game. I reinstalled it and everything. That sucks. So. I mean, luckily we were at the very end, so we just went on YouTube and watched the end of the game. Yeah. But um, still, I mean, those Didn't are features. Those are PlayStation Plus features that I would like to have and still continue to have our games in the same family household. Sure. And I don't know why that's so difficult. I swear Xbox had something like that several years ago. and I Well, remember that was going to be Xbox One's whole thing, right? That it was going to be well, this yeah. bastion of entertainment and you could share your library with anybody and do all these different things inside of your account. I mean, the reason it doesn't work on PlayStation 4, the reason it is how it is on PlayStation 4 is that so many people abused it with PlayStation 3. Yeah, I know they did. The open fucking game trading. But that, on, that's like, like the, the completely opposite sure. end of no, the I know spectrum. Like you want to talk about cracking the whip, right? Yeah. Overcorrecting, you just, maybe. You just put some kind of... I mean, I know, I know there's a way those consoles know your address or at least your IP address or where sure. you are. Yeah. It, I feel like they could enable location enable something in there yeah. where we're in, the, we're in the same and even if I had to pay like two PlayStation Plus or or like a super PlayStation Plus where it's like $120 or $150 or whatever. I would be fine with that. Yeah. If How I could, often does this rear its head for you guys? Okay, so in that particular case that's the only time it happened where a game Crash. Oh, I don't even mean that. I just mean the fact that you both want to play the same game, so you're using the primary system, um, that kind of thing. It happens uh, sometimes, like if she's if she's already in the living room watching something, and I want to play something in my room. Sure. That she bought. No, hold on. 
It's confusing. Now we need the string theory yeah, chart. I need, Whiteboards I need out here trying but, to explain it. Yeah. So if it's something that she bought, I can't play it on my PlayStation. Yeah. I think is how it goes. Okay. And I'm telling you, it's confusing. We went through like an hour, hour and a half, Googling, trying to figure out some way to make it work better. But yeah. You're not alone in this. It's a complaint I hear all the time from people about it. And it's one yeah. of those that I know for me is frustrating as well in terms, mm -hmm. and not to the level it is for you, but it is that thing of like, I've definitely gone home and been like, fuck, I didn't upload the save from work or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? There's no way for me to connect to this PlayStation to say, hey, upload the save because if yeah. I try to connect to PlayStation, I'm going to connect gonna to be the, your primary the one. one that's my primary, which yeah. is the one right in front of me at home. And even with Jen now, where it is that she's playing Stardew on my PlayStation because she doesn't hasn't bought it herself, there's the few times where it's been like, oh, okay, well, start downloading this for me because I can't get on that PlayStation anymore yeah. to do and it. And if whatever. you have something that you pre-order, normally it's going to auto-download. Um you know, the day before, two days before. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't do that. I got to remember if I pre-order something to go in manually, tell it the day before to start downloading on my PlayStation. Right. Because I think it, it'll auto-download on hers. Because she's got her set up as a primary. It's switched, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Very confusing. Yeah. Mm. But so this is just a please shoo hey moment. Please, yeah, please shoo hey. Let us let us have two be a family. PS4s. <laughs> <laughs> let us be a family. <laughs> you came with the family apart, shoo. They just got engaged. Um... Nintendo does that sometimes with the its multiplayer games, like especially the portable ones, where it's like you only need one cart to be able to play sure. multiplayer or whatever. But then they don't have any type of infrastructure where this that matters for saves or yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, don't even start on Nintendo, games. right? Because that's the same thing with them, where it's just like, can we please fucking sh transfer saves and profiles or whatever? Like Jen wants to is playing Stardew, and she would play it on Switch. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't have a switch of her own. She mm -hmm. she just has a profile on my switch. So she's like, I don't want to start on your switch and then have you get into Mario and not be able to play it. Oh, and I can't, can't save it over. All your your all your save all your data is locked to that one locked thing. Locked to the system. locked to the. I don't the even physical know that system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now. if you lose the system, it's all gone. Yeah, yeah. You'd hope they'd fix that. That's but it's I mean, also like a couple of days ago I was looking into because I. Every once in a while, I start thinking about virtual console and getting as you really do. sad. As we all do. Um, we're all human beings. But I was thinking about it. I was just like, all right, like, obviously, we're going to get some hint at the future when the online infrastructure, like, actually officially launches. And they've pushed that. They've punted it over to 2018. But I was looking. I was like, has there been any update, any news article or anything about, like, more information? It's like, nah, it's still just 2018. That's the last I heard, yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Because I feel like that will come with a fix there. Do you think they're going to fix the... Audio, uh, like chat audio, where you have to talk to someone through, through the, the phone. Or no, it, no. The, I think that's but that's the thing is like once they launch their paid online service, I imagine a lot of these quality of life things will be part of that. You'd like to imagine they you will would, be. You would, but I mean, I I, I don't give them that. I, I I would like to imagine that's what happens as well. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it when they're like, all right, now it's time to start paying for this thing. We're like, this thing sucks. So how are you gonna do it? Oh, yeah. You get a free game? I don't. No, that's not enough. No. Fucking make can I save? Can we transfer saves? Can we get profiles? Can we do this? Come yeah. on, man. I mean, I imagine that stuff's gonna come. I think that the moment that they start asking for money for this shit, there has to be at least some of those things. And I think if all of them will come to it, because like the, yeah, I think the majority of people are like, yeah, I'm playing Splatoon two online for free. Would that many people play online if they had to pay for it? I don't think so. No, God no. Yeah. So next question comes from Christoph. Do you Ooh. think Amy Hennig could return to Naughty Dog now that EA killed Visceral Games? Ooh. See, I thought about that too, but I don't know the full story of 
Well, nobody does. Of, well, yeah, I guess no one does. <laughs> well, I mean, of, the people who of, know it aren't talking. Of why she left. It doesn't seem like it was on the best of terms. Yeah, that was a giant kerfluffle, right? Like, But it, I mean, I guess she could. I don't, I don't know. Where do you see Amy Hennig ending up now? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, it's hard to say. Because I like I said on Games Daily, right? Like I don't. I feel like it's gone one of two ways. Either it is that, hey, we're EA, and guess what? The future is in games as services, shared world shit. This game isn't that. We're gonna go away from it. Sorry. Or it is, hey, guess what? You guys missed a whole bunch of milestones. This blah blah blah. We're not gonna do this anymore. If it's the latter, then I feel, and I use that right. I was confused. Yep. Former is the first ladder. one, latter is the later one. <laughs> if it's the latter, I almost sounded smart for a second. Even though we'll never probably know that story, that story circulates in the industry, right? And then, does, is there a chilling effect then of, even if it's not Amy's fault, you know what I mean? But like the scuttlebutt when she left there was like, uh, uh, you know, that there's been a disagreement. Like, of course, there's the infamous article that they got forced out. There was this, that, and the other. There's drama. And if there was drama here again on that level, does that suddenly make a Ubisoft go, Mm -hmm. does that, you know what I mean? Like, it's that similar thing of when this all happened and she left Naughty Dog. I remember talking with, and Colin was always like, she can just, it's, she can go wherever. A million people are knocking on her door. And granted, I bet right now a million people are knocking on her door. But it's, I don't think it's as similar to like Kojima. Like, you know what I mean? Where everybody, like, if it, if it did go bad, it, it clearly went awkward in Naughty Dog but if it went bad internally right I guess that means like overall Sony in general PlayStation in general right that's a no-go so then it's like Ubisoft yeah Ubisoft yeah. is still, still believes in single-player story games now granted they also believe in the open world da, 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 but like hey let's get her on board and let's do an Assassin's Creed hey so you want to come in and do this or work on that Jason Schreier tweeted out a couple hours ago like uh-huh. right before I came on because somebody asked him um, about the whole Amy Hennig thing he said, to clarify, um, the Visceral wasn't closed because Star Wars is a single-player game or something like that. Okay. And then somebody said, well, why did EA word it like that? And then he responded, well, investors don't want to hear that the game is a hot mess or something mm, like that. Mm, mm, mm. So I feel like it is something more like they weren't meeting deadlines or milestones or whatever. And again, that's not necessarily on Amy or her, te- her part of this equation. Right. Like, obviously, you know how many teams make a video game. I'm not saying that. But that's the question of how does that shake out and where to, do you go? And the fact of like what I tweeted it yesterday, but it's been six years since I've played a Amy Henning game right now. Like that's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And where that shakes out, where that goes, I don't know. It's also, you know what I mean? Like, where's her head at? Does she want to keep trying yeah. to do this? Like, you know what I mean? It's, of like making these games. It's like where two it's like, major projects in a row that yeah. did not work out. I would think if you're doing AAA stuff, you're going to, it's going to be Ubisoft. I think it'd be a brilliant move if Xbox picked her up. And we're like, hey, mm. we need, hey, I'm Phil. Oh, Sp- shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. Phil Spencer. We believe in gamers first. Amy Hennig makes games that are gamers first. We want that. We want an Uncharted. We want a single-player story. We want an exclusive that you want to buy an Xbox One X for. Wow. That'd be an awesome get, but I don't know what studio you put her with or how that works. Mm, But Xbox has plenty of studios to put people with. I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. That would would be awesome. Adam Levine? (gasps) What? But it's spelled L-L-E-V-E-Y-N. I I don't know. Uh, 
How long do you guys think it'll be before Sony attempts to break into games as a service market with a first party game? With a first party Another game. fascinating question. I exactly. I would hesitate. My guess there would be that they don't with a current third or a current first party. I could see them trying to mm. identify another third party or god damn it, another a third party studio to bring in as a first party, another purchase if they really wanted to. I don't know if they need to. They can just get an exclusive games of service on their own and do it that way. You figure that my reasoning behind this, of course, is that what I think you see with Sony first parties is that we know you're good at this kind of game. You guys are motivated to make this kind of game, make that kind of game. And I don't think you see that from them. Sony San Diego, right? Like, hey, we're, we're the MLB, the show people, we do this. We're also going to incubate this stuff. Let's try to make some MOBAs. Let's try to make some free-to-play stuff. And they did. And none of them were runaway successes, and they all got, and the, the games went away, and the people got laid off. And I was like, ooh, that fucking sucks. And it's like, all right, hey, we're Sony Santa Monica. We've been known for God of War, these great single player stories. Let's make God of War Ascension, this multiplayer thing. Ooh, this didn't really work out that well. Like, let's go back to basics. Let's do this. Let's do a God of War story the way, that's awesome. Yeah. Do, bring back Corey. Okay, go do that. It's like, right now, I, I think what you would need to have is. A first-party studio that has the passion to do it, and then also the technical know-how. Mm-hmm. And I don't think those are out there, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that a Sony first-party couldn't do it, but they would run into so many problems of trying to figure that out. Even when you look at a game like Warhawk, right? Like that was a long, long time ago, and it was awesome. But it was what? That was a partnership with Eat Sleep Play, but were they Eat Sleep Play at the time? No, Incognito, right? And I, was Incognito first party at the time? I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> Man, Incognito, that was a long time ago. Well, Warhawk, really, Incognito Warhawk was Warhawk? a long time, yeah. Really? Unless I'm totally wrong. Let's see. Man, I, last I remember, Incognito wasn't around since the PS2 era. Well, did they do PS3 games? Well, now you're making me doubt everything. Hold on. Just hold on a second. Don't the Incognito Yeah, developers games. were Incognito on uh, that. Thank you. Wow. Because that was still Dylan so Job, and then Dylan Job left and did... Oh, I'm really, this is information I've used. He left and then did Eat Sleep Play with Jaffe, and then that's where they did Starhawk out of. Then Jaffe had already left or was about to, he left after Twisted Metal, and then J- Dylan left after that and went to the other thing. It would make a mobile games. Jaffe went off and did uh, uh, Detective Jones, Bar- uh, Bar- Detective Bartlett's Jones's, de- the Bartlett Jones thing he's still doing now that made, made uh, Drawn to Death. Hmm. Oh, Incognito was a first party. I'm, I am rusty. Well, because Incognito during the PS2 generation, they made Twisted Metal Black, uh, they made War of the Monsters, and then they made Downhill Domination. Is that correct? Uh, Those are all PS2. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Those are PS2 exclusives. Bl- they did Black, uh, Small Brawl, Black Online, oh, yeah. War of the Monsters, Downhill Domination, Head On, Calling All Cars, Warhawk. Yeah, okay, cool. Goddamn, Downhill Domination was good. God, I haven't thought about fucking closed first parties in forever. But that's the thing. It's just you need somebody who's like dedicated and knows what they're doing and on it, right? Like even Warhawk, which was, I think, fucking awesome, was a different time. Smaller yeah. games, smaller maps, fewer players. They knew what they were doing. But for a games as service, a, hey, let's try to compete with Destiny. Like that doesn't seem like anybody's first so, party no. idea. What would be the value there? Now, the value is microtransactions and making the money off of. Owning my share. Like, yeah. yeah. All that constant stuff. So right now what Sony has going for is the fact that it has exclusive game, exclusive game, exclusive game coming out that are all of high quality and people really mm. 
enjoy and then they can kind of rely on the third parties yep. for that mm -hmm. holiday season so they can rely on the battlefronts and destiny and they keep making partnerships with they, destiny why they, do they care they would be better off just trying to get more exclusive content for the third party games instead of trying to do it with a to first do party. their own yeah because but my thing is how much of that giant pie are they getting compared to how much they could get if they did their own and i think that's the question that they they need to answer but i don't think like to your point, I don't think that they can own enough of the market share for that to be worth more than just partnering and taking yeah. a small piece of this giant pie. It's that thing of games take a long time to make. Of course, every game takes a long time to make. But you're taking it's such a smaller gamble to say, make a God of War. And that's not even a great example. Make a Detroit become human. Right. And granted, not like it is. We had this whole argument on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Technically, that's a first party game now since it's being published. It's just a third party developer. I digress. Kind of Funny Games Daily. It would be the thing that if Detroit comes out and that was a bad gamble, all right, no big deal. The, you're talking about God of War, you're talking about years and years and years of development and alpha and beta testing the fucking systems of can we make these PlayStation 4s talk to each other the correct way to do this, to do that, to then build on a microtransaction system, to build on a story, to build on a gameplay, to build on matchups and party modes, and then it's like. And then for years, give some new content and, and keep more it going. stuff and keep it fresh and keep it relevant. Yeah. I, I mean, know. another. it's not apples to apples at all, but I mean, look at Mag, right? Which was just massive Ooh, action massive game. Massive action right? like, game. Hey, we got, the, we got the players out there, but like, okay, nobody wants to play this game or whatever. And so you walk away from it where it's like, if you've launched it as, hey, it's a games of service, it's going to be around for a decade. I don't think they want to take a gamble on a decade. How long did Mag last? I mean, the real question is, did Mag ever start? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did it last? Sure. Never did it ever really, really start? start? Like, it was always like, oh, it's 128 people it or whatever. Was, and like, okay. Yeah. You're going to level up and take commands from other people? I'm like, that's what I want to be that's, doing. Yeah, that sounds I want this seven-year-old barking orders at me. <laughs> uh, final question of the day comes from Faldiz. Since by the time the next Gamescast releases, Mario Odyssey will be out, how would you rank the wow. 3D Marios? How experienced are you in 3D Mario? I haven't had a Nintendo console in so long. So, I mean, Mario 64 okay. is probably. Okay. Wow. Are you familiar enough with the 3D Mario? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, that's how close we are to Odyssey. Wow. <laughs> I'm just refreshing my damn email. Yeah, I know. We're looking for we're codes. That's why I was trying to get code. By the way, I don't know if you saw, though. I sent out uh, codes for GTA. So we're all set Already? There. Yeah. Rockstar loves kind of funny. That's awesome. I love How would I ra rank the 3D Mario's? Now let's just put it out there. Give me 3D give, Mario's. Give me, a piece, give me one of your papers. I'm gonna write down so I can because I'm I'm not. The, we're I want to get them all down. The 3D Do Mario's include 64, Sunshine, um, Gal. Oh, am I skipping one? The one that you're just skipping. That I'm just gonna say for purpose of the conversation, but we're not going to rank because it doesn't matter. Super Mario 64 DS, which did add a lot of content and did change the game a lot, but at the end of the day, it is just like a remastered 64. So we can cut that one. Galaxy, yeah. Galaxy, Galaxy 2. 2, 3D Land on the 3DS, 3D World. Oh. Okay. On Wii U. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Are we, are Galaxy 1 and 2, are we counting as different games? They're absolutely different games. Okay, okay. And that's the thing is, like, those are the ones that are hardest for me because they are both of such a high quality that it kind of gets hard for me to, to rank where they go. But at the end of the day, when i ranking all of these next to each other, they're further apart from each other than I thought they were. Really? Yeah. Are we... Uh, 
um, doing it at the time how we felt or how we, how you how it would count now? It's an overall. It's a. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it's like now. Rank them now. Because I, for me, it's easy. At the bottom of the list, and it gets harder as you go up. Sure. I mean, sunshine is the bottom. Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Having said that. I fucking love Sunshine. I don't think there's a single game on this list. It's Delfino Plaza. Look at all these fucking multicolored poops that live on it and walk around and talk to you. Now I'm going to fucking water cannon. And there you go. Play the same fucking land forever. (laughs) Welcome. Doom Doom's got the island soundtrack. Yeah, Yeah. I'm on. Fuck this game. Sunshine Sunshine is awesome. Sunshine gets shot on so hard. And yeah, in comparison to the other games, it's nowhere close. But I still think that there's not a single 3D Mario game that's less than a 9 out of 10. So can I... Uh, this is my list. I'm right, we agree here. I'm putting a check yeah. mark next to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I wanna, I'm going to do it out of order because I'm not as... I mean, I'm Dude, versed. Go for it, man. I'm down for the conversation. I, at the top, for number one, mm-hmm. I would put Galaxy 1. For the top of number one, I would put Galaxy 2. Okay. See, and I honestly, this is by far... I mean, I would tell you this and tell everybody this, and I think they know, too. I would default to you being the expert here. Like, and not that I'm saying my yeah. opinions don't count. Galaxy 1, I remember playing and being like, oh, great. Galaxy 2, I just remember being like, it's more Galaxy. And I don't think that's fair, but that's how I felt, yeah. and that's what it was. Galaxy 2 is uh, all the best parts of Galaxy are expanded on. They cut a lot of the filler. They got rid of the stupid-ass mm. Comet Observatory and just got it straight to a go from level to level, and it's an easy system to understand. There was all the the Luigi Green Star stuff was a lot of fun in Galaxy 2. There was a level of challenge in Galaxy 2 that uh, Galaxy 1 never really hit. Yeah. That's why I think 2 is superior to 1. See, and that's why, honestly, I feel like I gotta be fair and put Galaxy 2 at number 2. Because for me, I would have just put the Galaxy 1 and 2 together as one game because mm. I'm a cheap bastard like that. Mm-hmm. And I do, but I can't tell them apart, really. Yeah. Which is the big thing. Well, I mean, I can tell them apart, I guess. But yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, from there, I would say 64, but that's definitely rose-colored glasses of what I remember being a kid and what, how much I loved it. Like what it was on the N64. If I'm talking about games today, yep. I wouldn't. So my thing is, I would also put, I think 64 is number two. Okay. Um, and I say that because, yeah, does 64 hold up as well as the other ones? No. However, there are things about 64, uh, like the hub specifically, and like yeah. the paintings and the way that things work, and a lot of the challenges that I'm like, this is unheard of. And like, I don't think that anything's ever hit that level of imagination sense. So I still give it to 64. Okay. Um, number, th- oh, I said that my number three or 64. What's your number three? My number three, Super Mario 3D World. Damn right. That's my number four. Really? Yeah. I love World, dude. 3D World is so damn good, especially once you get past the the eight worlds and you get into the the challenge levels. See, I never got did that. Like my oh, my world so experience is that we amazing. did a lot of let's plays and streams and shit at IGN with it, and I was always like, this is so much fun. This fixes my problem. It's new Super Mario Bros. I fucking hate playing with other people, and I know that's like that's a, that is a breakout game where people I you know I'd go home to Chicago and like they had my you know. Uh, uh, cousins had a Wii and they were playing with their kids and like oh well, they're in bubbles and it's so cute and I was always so frustrated of like running and jumping and then like stopping because like somebody back here I was like fuck this you know what I mean but w- World I thought did a great job of letting us all play together the crown in between levels where it's like oh I had the most coins or whatever the fuck it was I was like that's awesome and yeah. then not to mention how great the levels were like I'll never forget that one where you're playing and you're running and you go down the musical notes and it like makes the song as you go. Mm-hmm. And like, just, you know, that's cool. And the, the levels where every time you jump, it flips the 
the color of it. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Red. That was awesome. That debuted in land, but it was a lot more fun in world because of the multiplayer factor. So when you're playing with other people and they jump, you have to time your things together. That was awesome. But to me, world, even as a single-player game, there's something just about the obstacle course-based shit of just get to the end uh, that I love. And it was simple for a lot of the game, but once you get to the, the end game stuff, it was so rewarding. There's so much there. And I think 3D World will always get shat on in a way that is unfair mm. uh, because people treat it like, oh, it's not this open world of Sunshine or 64. Sure. Um, and also it was on the Wii U. But that is such a damn great game. And uh, as we go down, so I'd say so the yeah, Galaxy, now you're, now you're me, at five. Galaxy 2. Or Galaxy or four. 1. Okay. And then. Which, if I'm being honest, Galaxy and 3D World, I could probably see go either way. But I want to give the, the shout out to World that it deserves. Okay. <laughs> and then you put in Land at five. And I'm going to change that. Land is the last one. Okay. S- Sunshine's better than Land. Okay. At the time, Land was so great and I loved it and I would say it was better than Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. But then when we got World, World makes Land obsolete. Okay. I think. All right. There's nothing Land does better than World. So, okay. So and then- I don't know that both of those need to be <clears throat> higher than Sunshine. So yeah, there we go. So number six for me, Sunshine. Number six for Tim, Land. Number five for me, Land. Number five for Tim, Sunshine. Number four for me, World. Number four for Tim, Galaxy. Uh, no, oh, the original. Number three for me, 64. Number three for Tim, World. Number two for me, 2. Uh, wait, what? Galaxy 2? No, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. No, that's correct. Sorry, I was getting confused. Number two for me is Galaxy 2. Number two for Tim is 64. Number one for me is Galaxy 1. Number one for Tim is Galaxy 2. You already want to change it? I got to switch World and Galaxy. I can't be (laughs) that guy. (laughs) Galaxy and Galaxy 2 are both 10s. World isn't a 10. All right. Uh, I didn't have a Nintendo for so long. I missed out on all this. The Switch... Hopefully virtual brought me back into that. Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they do virtual. And now you're about to get Odyssey. Man, I wonder where Odyssey's gonna fit on my list. It's an exciting time. It's a damn exciting time. Well, Devin, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, Kevin, what I want you to do is put the fucking switch into the goddamn holder and give me the fucking <laughs> pro controller. It won't we can't have it happen here. Why can't we? Because this sounds like a kind of funny world championship type thing. Well, one of us has to get the world championship. Yeah, it could be the number one contendership. No, the, Andy contender. already said the world championship has to be just. Number here's what's happening. Oh, here's what's happening, here. champ. Here's what's happening, champ. Bring your goddamn belt. What's happening, champ, is that Tim says, I've never beaten him in Mario Kart. No, you never have. But it's because he's never played me because he's a coward. Now, you're pretty good at Mario Kart yourself. I'm, oh, the belt is here. I'd say I'm the best. What I would. Oh, well, then, then, Lord, then right now, just put it on the line. Huh? End this game's cast with defending because I want to. I just want to end the game's cast kicking Tim's teeth in in Mario Kart. But now you're here, you can play. We put the world title on the line, huh? No, man, no. There's a lot of sanctions and stuff like that. We don't have a commissioner yet. I don't That's know right. if we can say well, we that. To, we have to tell the promoters, and it's a. I mean, how how quickly are people gonna? No, like, you can't. This? this is not how you do it, right? This is a real thing. Thank you, Stop playing like it's a joke. Respect the game, Greg. Yeah, I, I'm, you're the one who wanted to bring in the world title. I just said, be a fucking man and play me. Because this is what he did. And I said no. What he did is he said, this it can't just happen. And it sounds like a world title thing. I'm like, neither of us have the world title. I don't know. And he's like, it could be number one contender. And I'm like, you've already decided what number one contender is going to be. Unless when we get a commissioner tomorrow, he changes everything. Number two contender. 
You're a coward. <laughs> You're a cowardly lion. I'll take Man, three, four, five, or so six. Good, it's a good-looking belt. So glad I'm the champ. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I love you. Well, that was a fun episode. You can click here to subscribe to Kind of Funny Games. You can click there to subscribe to Kind of Funny. You can click here to support us on Patreon. You get party modes early. That's make it, it makes it worth a dollar for sure.